Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode 16 of Red River Podcast. Um, we're going to bring up St. Anger right now, right? <laughs> we have to. What? What's an episode? Was it its birthday? Yeah, recently. Happy birthday, St. Anger. The yeah. worst, actually second worst Metallica record next to Lulu, which is the Lulu. Yeah, it's, it's hard to count that in the, it's kind of a side project, I like to think. Do you know how that uh, record started? Which one? The Lou Reed one? I think they, what were they, at uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah. And uh, Lou Reed was like, we should do an album together. And yep. I think they were, Lars or whatever, If I I might have this story wrong, but yep. I was like, yeah, sure. Like the same thing, like when you run into somebody and like, we got to get together. And you're like, yeah. And you, you know you're never going to. And then they actually, Lou Reed followed up. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. He was just like, yeah, you know, like he, like Lars was like, yeah, we figured that, you know, it's something that you say in passing. And you're like, right. oh, yeah, well, let's make a record together. Oh, absolutely. Call me. All right, see you guys. And then like the ne- a week later, Lou Reed's on the phone like, hey, man. Remember that thing we talked about? <laughs> see, Dan Tur tried that shit with me, but I stopped him right in the tracks. He goes, let's form a band that's going to sound like Minor Threat. I was like, fuck that band. We ain't doing that. Oh, <laughs> Died right in the tracks right there. Start controversial. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, you don't like Minor Threat? Nah. I had no idea. Nah. How is that possible? I just don't. Same, same way that I don't like Jane's Addiction and Beastie, Beastie. Boys. <laughs> Next show, <laughs> top five albums. Good. We can't believe Brian Parker doesn't like. Can't five, believe it's not butter. Bands. Actually, <laughs> that, you're right. Top five bands that we... Because, <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, I mean, right there. Minor Threat, Jane's Addiction. I learned something new about you every episode. Uh, you're like an onion that we peel back the layers. Why not Beastie Boys, though? Just never got Did into it. Did nothing for me. Really? Did nothing for and me. We've, uh, th- th- by the way, our, our guest today yes. is uh, video director Tom Flynn. Hey. What's going on, man? Not too much. So, so you want to know about Brian not liking the Beastie Boys? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just kind of struck me as something uh, a little it bit. It just seems like the universal one, right? Yeah, you know, most people hear Beastie Boys. It's kind of a universal, like, yeah, I like, yeah. The, mm. I like those guys. It's like bread. Like, people that don't like bread. But the yeah. fucking same shit could be said <laughs> about fucking Billy Joel, you know? No. No, nah, fuck Billy. Not yeah. <laughs> After fucking Long Island guys, what do you mean you don't like him? No, nah, uh-huh. that's probably the people that you work with that are like 60. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, I work go. with uh-huh. those guys too. Uh-huh. We all yeah. work with those nah. guys. Exactly. I went to, speaking of that, like, um, I went to go see the Violent Femmes and um, and Echo and the Bunnymen at Coney Island nice. on Wednesday, and my boss's brother was there because he likes really good music but my boss was there who doesn't like good music <laughs> whatsoever so i was like oh this is random and after the show actually during the show because i love we've seen the violent femme so many times and i love echo and the bunny men obviously but my girlfriend turns to me and she's like god i love gordon gano's voice and in my head i turned to her I, you know I, I said as i thought about it i was like i guarantee you mike who's my boss's name right. is going to text me tomorrow and tell me how much he hated the violent femmes right and sure enough, we see him at Nathan's after. He's like, God damn. He's like, that guy's voice was torture. I don't get it. <laughs> and I'm like, you like Jimmy Buffett uh, and like fucking Kiss. Now, wait a minute. Let's take it easy with that Kiss reference. No, but like he likes, <laughs> like, he has like a psycho circus. You know what I'm saying? Like he likes. Oh, that kiss. shit sucks. He likes Hot kiss in the from- shade. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> So I, I just thought it was funny. But yeah, Listen, like, once Jimmy Buffett's involved exactly. in your collection, I I can't. You can't. I, I can't look at you seriously. When someone says they like Jimmy Buffett, it's all, like you can't expect anything good. There's no going back. It, you might as well just say that you have AIDS or terminal, <laughs> you have cancer, because nothing good is going to come after that phrase. I almost feel bad for you. Like that's. 
Really? Well, that's, I'm not the one sounds listening good to, to it. you. Yeah. You know? yeah, totally. I'm so sorry. Your ears work like that. Yeah. Like, and it's hard I, to tell him. Then it's like, because I told him and his wife, I was like, well, then that's why you don't get it. Because like, you, you're just not of this world. You, do they really like Jimmy Buffett? Or are they like hanging out with other like older people mm-hmm. and getting really drunk? And that's it's what an they excuse. Like. Hanging and they out don't by you, the pool. Yeah. yeah. It's that, it's that type of thing. Like we like to get drunk and there happens to be this guy <laughs> playing <laughs> music somewhere in the remote area. Who's that guy in that stupid shirt? <laughs> I am. Uh, Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. like why we're all here. It's, it's their excuse to get yeah. wasted. No, that is their excuse. Absolutely. Because his wife told me she's like. Oh, it's fun music. You just go hang out and drink and like sit in the sun. I'm just like, you could listen I don't to drink and I don't and sit do in the that. sun. <laughs> you could listen to fucking Frank Stallone in the sun if you wanted to. There's you know, lots after a of couple good drinks. music that if you were hanging out, I, the, I mean, hanging out in the sun and drinking doesn't sound good to me at all. Yeah. Hanging out in the sun or, you know, any yeah. aspects of these things. But anyway, I digress. Well, I yeah. could go on about we, Buffett. We, could, we can keep going. So. All day. But uh, today, <laughs> uh, like I said, we have Tom yes. Flynn, video director. The way you came to us was because I love that body count video. Yeah, man. Cool. Here, here I go again. Awesome. Definitely uh, not not the White Snake song that you're thinking of. No. Here I go again. <laughs> no. That was one of the first comments on YouTube too, I believe. Of course. Yeah. I, I mean it just to, you know had a, to say it. A, a shitty hack joke is a shitty hack joke. So yeah. you know whenever I've got to get that one in first. Yeah. <laughs> Firsties. <laughs> um how did that come about? Yeah. So uh yeah I did cinematography on that video and I got in touch with uh Glenn Mungo, who's of Mungo Creative Group, he's gotten me on a few gigs before, and he's got, like, a team of people. There were, like, at least 15 people involved in that, and he's like, you know, I've seen your work. You know, I've worked with him once or twice before, and he's like, you know, want to bring you on for this big one. I'm like, I see. I'm all for it. And, uh, you know, I just kind of had this vision of just, like, let's make a bloody mess. You know, let's... uh, you know, he brought on the guys from SVU, the makeup artists. So they were there making prosthetics nice. and doing some really like gory stuff. It good, yeah. And like some of the like they built like this fake yes, eye that eye he thing. put on. Yep. And he, like we we filmed it from the side so that when you saw him take a scalpel and just stab his eye, you know there was a you know there's a guy with a bag of blood standing right behind him, and the blood just went shooting out his eye. And I just thought that was amazing. I'm like, all right, we got that in slow motion, and that's going to be awesome. We got some other shots where, like, he had this – he actually says it in the song. He's like, I got this ill-ass cut on my chest. And he's just sewing up this gross cut on his chest. And it's just like a prosthetic that they built into his chest. They look great. Yeah, those guys. And they're – like, the makeup guys were super cool. They're like – that's like a whole nother art in itself. Like, I have so much respect for prosthetic people. They. They really take their craft like craft seriously, and they they work with the cinematographers because they know that like the angle that you shoot it at is just as important as the materials that they're using. So mm-hmm. I thought uh, it was really cool seeing those guys and just like their whole you know if like whole vocabulary of like stuff and like equipment that you've never seen before. That's like so he pretty mind blowing. He got him on there basically, right? Kind of like as, yeah, as a favor to him because he's been on that for yeah, pretty much. Like he's known those guys and for so years. Ice-T made the concept basically. Yeah, so. Ice T and Mungo they got together and they created the concept. Uh, Glenn brought me in on it. I thought it was amazing. I'm like, we got to you know capture this in the best way possible. You know, uh, we shot it in New York City at a studio location and. Uh, had a great team of people building like the set with like the props and everything. There was like just like a really supposed to be a grimy yeah. scene of him almost like a drug dead kind of. It reminded like, me of like the maniac, original maniac yeah. of this psycho in his dirty apartment. Yeah. Kind of, like, elements <laughs> of like uh kind of like 
cannibal corpse levels of gore in it and stuff. And I know he's a big cannibal corpse fan. He's a big cannibal corpse fan. I've seen him fan. in a documentary about them of all people. Yeah. yeah, like he name drops them. And, and you, even the last record, like we've mentioned before, it's like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the full record or not, Tom. You know, I've listened to their back catalog. I'm not, I can't say that I was like a huge fan growing up. Yeah. You know, I'm 30 now, so I think they're kind of, when they came out, I was a little bit young, but, uh, like you know. 90, 90, 91, that first yeah. record? Yeah, yeah. Mm, you sound like 92, Ballpark. I think. Ballpark. I know George Bush Sr. was president, so I had to be in that yeah, yeah. area. But yeah, so he's like, you know, like a legit uh, metal fan, so yeah. it really comes across on that last record. Oh, yeah. And I remember him talking about that actual song on his podcast, which was like Final Level or some shit like that is the name of his podcast. So he was going through the songs, and he said that that one in particular was just kind of like an, uh, you know, a shout out to like horror. You know, like he just, it was just him picturing what it would be like to kill whatever shit like that. So. A little old lady. Yeah, yeah, That's it's pretty brutal. Creepy, man. When I first read <laughs> the, I, you know what? I actually got the lyrics before I heard the song. They they sent over the lyrics. They're like, check out the lyrics. I'm like, I'm like, wow, like, I, I got to see how this translates into a song. And then I heard it and I'm like, oh, okay. It yeah. makes sense now. Yeah. So, but so, it's a. Uh, yeah, so so Ice gets together with this guy, Glenn Munga, you say? Yeah, Glenn was the, the director of everything and, you know, hired me to do cinematography on it. You know, I, I shot it, was working one on one with Ice for, you know, I was up close with him and, like, you know, worked with a great lighting guy, great editors, like, really, like, put together a really good team of guys and we all collaborated on it together. And uh, Ice was super involved on set too he was like very much like you know it was a like a back and forth between like what types of shots to get he's like no nah, i'm gonna sit over here for this one and like you know we're like all right do do you do what you do and we'll just capture yeah. it and make sure it looks really cool around the he knows set way. by now yeah. by now <laughs> with, with like the yeah. music that he's been making since the Films, 80s and on top TV, of yeah everything yeah i remember when he first started acting um what like new jack city new and then jack from city, there like yeah. He just went and did like a bunch of stuff. He was in that stuff. flick with uh, Lithgow, right? And, uh, yes. Wow. Was that Ricochet? Ricochet. Yeah. Good movie. Mm. That was like Prime. one of. Was that uh, the Palma, I think? Was it? I'm not positive on that, but good good film, though. Yeah, good I liked film. Ricochet. Denzel Washington, right? Denzel, uh, yeah. John Lithgow. Uh-huh. He was the psycho uh-huh. Lithgow. But oh, yeah, uh, yeah he was in that. Was uh, Coco on the set? No. I was <laughs> a little bit disappointed. Oh, she got that man. big butt, man, that Coco girl. <laughs> <laughs> I asked, I'm like, where is she? She's like, ah, she's at home right Damn. now. And I'm like, oh, man, she uh, just came down. you said the butt. You yeah, know? she got like, that big butt. You know, uh, like most people would have said the boobs. Nah. But like, you know, we're, we're lower. I'm getting out. closer to 40 now, so I'm like going like the other end. So, I'm, nah. I'm at the big other butt, end. Man. Uh, I'm tech. I'm literally at the other end. Nah. I swear. Like, <laughs> shout out to butts. Yeah, shout out to butts. I just picture Karen listening to this <laughs> really have to talk about fucking people's asses. Like, really? <laughs> That's what you want to do? Like, she has to ruin I got my... the freedom because I don't know any of my friends listening. That's it. I could just talk shit. I don't shit. think she listens to it. Uh, I, I know my wife hasn't heard one show yeah. yet. Yeah, That's like, okay. Oh, yeah, we get it, Brian. It's this thing he does, I don't know, every yeah. other Friday. <laughs> it's <laughs> whatever. Um, so <laughs> what exactly does cin- cinematography involve for people like like us? We, we have no idea. I'm the one holding the camera, um, you know, making the calls on angles, uh, types of shots. You know, I, obviously, you know, I have the director above me who, you know, will u- ultimately make the call. I'll, I'll set up the shot and, like, I'm working with a lighting guy who's called a gaffer. He's the one, like, setting up the lights in all the different areas. But generally, I'm setting up the camera in a spot, and I'm like, all right, this is how I see this shot going down. 
And, you know, we'll like there was a shot where he was laying down on the bed. I had the camera like profile next to him, like, all right, lay down. Let's test this out, see how this works. And, you know, I'll be shooting the shot and we'll have like uh, like a monitor where the rest of the crew is watching on and being like, oh, like thumbs up, thumbs down, whatever. And it's kind of like a back and forth. But I'm the one holding the camera, pressing record, capturing it and, uh, you know, trying to capture the best performances possible and then the director kind of just like overseeing yeah you know he's overseeing it and making sure that you know the the overall vision is being captured and you know everything that was kind of decided beforehand is showing up on screen how'd you get into this like field um wow i actually i engineered for mike watts at voodoo studios uh for about four years before i started doing this they, I th- they do work in that studio yeah amazing best around and like um you know working for him really was amazing i i still love engineering it's just i you know i transitioned over time yeah i went to school at nassau for engineering and i love it i'm a musician i'm a guitar player singer you know work with bands like my my whole you know career so far doing that and might have you know, to do an acoustic set after this <laughs> yeah 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 so <laughs> after about like three years of engineering full-time uh you know bands were coming in with these really terrible music videos and i'm like oh man like you know making skate and snowboard videos with my friends growing up like i knew how to like do it basically so like i you know one band came out and came in like called the como brothers and like they were like oh we want a music video and i'm like you know, me and Mike were like, we could do that for you. So, like, I borrowed a friend's camera. We sat down with them. We storyboarded something out. Went out and shot it. I look back on it. It was, like, maybe four years ago when I started doing it. I, You know, I, I laugh at it. It's like, you know, I see all the rookie mistakes, but, like, I was so inspired so in the inspired. moment. I was like, oh, man. like we, You just jumped on the opportunity, right? You're like, yeah, I do it. You're like, all right, I'll do it then. Exactly. I can and, do it better than what's coming Yeah, in. and, like, it, it, it probably was a little bit better than the other. What like, was coming in there? Give me a little taste. Like, what? what what kind of bad shit were you saying? <laughs> oh, I don't want to like directly talk shit okay, on it. Okay, okay. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, just like typical amateur stuff that you see that's right, just right. like a dude with a camera that they know, you know, kind of thrown together. Gotcha. What do you think about old guys like me that are basically now like I honestly for the last 10 years since like YouTube's been big I'm like, fuck, man, I really want to start making videos. I really want to start making videos. And I never did. And then, like, a month ago, while I was waiting for my cousin to give us our new lyric video, I was like, fuck, why is it taking so long? And in my head, I'm thinking, like, I could do this. Why the fuck am I waiting for him to do a lyric video? Right. Like, why don't I just figure out how to do it and do it myself? Like, why am I waiting for him? Shout out to him, though, NYPD. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 100% you can. Like, I didn't go to film school or anything. I just picked it up. Uh, YouTube. Yeah. You Honestly, if you just sit around and, like, geek out on YouTube and you watch tutorials and you just experiment, then come back and watch more, experiment, come back, watch more, you could teach yourself because how to do this easily. the mechanical part is what, you know, I need to learn. Everything after that is just creativity. Yeah. You know, it's like teaching someone how to play the guitar. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to teach you how to play, and then after that, like, you're either going to suck at it or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, can you write Stairway? <laughs> oh, fuck Stairway. Why did I say Stairway? <laughs> can you write... It's the go-to. Can you write Filler? You know, that's a Minor Threat song. So, shout out Minor Threat. Over two. Over two. Over two. So, but yeah, for me, like, I, I just... I, I was just inspired lately because I, I think videos now, like, I, I don't know how some people, maybe they're just old and out of touch, think like, oh, I miss MTV. And I'm thinking like, 
okay, I, I do I miss that time. But you can go to YouTube and watch, watch whatever anything, the fuck you yeah. want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it definitely evolved. I think, you know, MTV when like TRL was around and like it was kind of like people weren't on social media the way that they are now, you know, when MTV was really playing videos. So, you know, there was no competitive outlet there. That was the main outlet for music videos. So you had to go there to watch them. Now it's it's everywhere. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. You know, it, this it's is shared everywhere. Yeah, I, yeah. I, this my phone is connected to my 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 TV. So when I get in, I'm not listening to Spotify at home. I'm li- I'm watching videos. Right. I want to see videos. I have a fucking nice huge TV. I could control it with my phone. I want to see what new videos are out. You know. So I I think that's like such a huge part. I think any band that anyone gives a shit about should have if you like Metallica did 12 fucking videos for their album you know mm-hmm. here we go mentioning them every episode, there it is. Every episode. why you not would, you would think that they were a sponsor you know <laughs> it's so funny that they went four albums never making any and then they couldn't they just you're right couldn't get enough but it, it was just a, a different time like you said yeah, yeah. and now i think people just romanticize and nostalgic about you know they just remember that a time, time where they were sitting. Where you waited for you, you know, until midnight to watch your Headbangers Ball and what's going to be on <clears throat> instead of you just picking it. Yeah. It's probably just that because you can't beat the access now. I mean, well, you can't argue with if it. If you don't know or never kept up with music, I guess having all those options would be overwhelming because it's like, well, I don't listen to anything except Nirvana from like 25 years well, that's ago. that's like what we talked about. That's yeah. for people that are like, there's no good music now or there's no good it's, it's just, like no, this, you're just old. You just fell you're off, just not and you don't want to do the work because there's yeah. so much shit out. You're there. telling me yeah. in 26 years that there's not a song. There's that something came out. for everybody out there. Yeah, literally down to every. There's too many subgenres. <laughs> it's so specific. Too many. Yeah. That's what I love about Spotify, though. Yeah. Like I can put put on Spotify and like play something I know, and it'll kind of guess my taste in music and be like, "You might like this band," and I might not have checked out that band otherwise. Yeah. And then I'll I'll go into it. I'll be like, "All right, like Absolutely. I'm driving around for a while. Let me give it a shot." And I'm like, "I'll surprise myself." Like yeah. I, it's like otherwise I probably wouldn't seek out new music the way that I used to back in like high school, where it's like go to every show your friends are handing you records now it's like you have to work a little harder to find it spotify you know it it can guess your taste in music pretty well time you know so Uh, amen amen to that yeah yeah so so um yeah like like i was saying how'd you get into doing this stuff man because yeah well like i said i was that you did that you sent me has been awesome thank you i really appreciate that um you know, it's like I said, I started doing it about four years ago. I did that first video. And from there, I, you know, slowly, like I was still engineering at the time full time. And then I was doing videos part time. And then slowly I started getting more videos, more bands coming in. And, uh, you know, Mike and I were doing all these videos together. And uh, I did a video for this band called 10 Years. And, uh, you know, that was a pretty big video. Went down to Knoxville, Tennessee for it. It was my first time getting like, a red camera in my hand too and i was gonna say all your gear like where you invested in all this where you have a over time over time you know some like when i would use the red on one of those shoots like i would rent something like that right now now you said you 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 go down to tennessee for a band called tenure like do they hire you is that what goes on like so you're basically getting paid to go down there yeah absolutely so um, they hired voodoo yeah, well, uh, you know, Mike's management, you know, he gets uh, a lot of records through. You know, they also, you know, have connections for music videos as well. And, like, you know, these bands that need their records done, 
they also need music videos to put out for their content. So, you know, they know that Mike and I were doing music videos together a ton and they're like, all right, like we're going to send you guys down to Tennessee and do this video. We need a video. So jumped on the opportunity, drove down there, whole bunch of gear and it was great time. And ever since then, I feel like that was like the first big video I did where I was like, all right, like I could really see like pursuing this took a little while to get into it full time. I think like the last years where I kind of made it like a full time gig where it's like, all right, I'm doing enough video work where this is going to be like pretty much all I'm doing. Yeah, that's awesome. And something like that when they're, you know, from out of state, you came down there with a concept. They had something they wanted to do already. Like usually it's pretty collaborative. You know, a lot of times I'll get them, we'll get them on the phone or something and like they'll have like a vague idea and then you kind of shape it over the course of a few conversations. You right. type it out. You look it over a bunch of times until everyone's like, yeah, like, that's it. And if it's like a storyboard, like, mm-hmm. I write up, like, a shot list of, like, all right, here's the establishing shots. Like, here are the locations. Here are the props we need. And uh, usually you could get, like, a pretty clear picture of what it's going to look like just based on, you know, writing it all out. Because, you know, if you go in not knowing that stuff, yeah. you end up... Uh, shrugging your shoulders sometimes and like looking at each other like all right well what do we do now and that's never that's never (laughs) a good place to be in do you like uh like now that that you're basically doing this for for a career do you listen to songs now just randomly and and, like visualize them oh yeah all All the time i it's funny i feel like uh like when i hear songs i almost always picture their music video like the one that i saw for them like uh i don't know i can't even think of one off my head but like I feel like when I hear like Metallica one, like you were talking about, like <laughs> I, I picture like the you dude know? laying down and like the ch- and, like I was the, just gonna the, say Metallica one as a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like that video where he's laying in like the hospital bed or whatever, like I, I picture that when I hear the song, and it almost always happens anytime I hear a song. Like I picture the music video, right. but like yeah, sometimes I'll hear a song and like I'll get some sort of visual going along with it. But uh, I, yeah. I, I like Parker's like, even got the Metallica and Justice for All shirt. Hey, you guys it's like all it. over the place. Nah. Metallica. Fucking telekinesis <laughs> or some yeah. shit. And I'm showing off in front of the young kid over here <laughs> 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 with your Winona Ryder shirt, yeah. Metallica. This guy's it. like, God damn. I, I remember when they debuted one on <laughs> the MTV. <laughs> I was 29. <laughs> we thought Lars was so good. Yeah, he was back then. Yeah. I still back they, then listen, he was. to this day. People still try to recreate that breakdown. It that like that. That's oh like, yeah, that's a yep. classic. Yep. You know, recognizable drum beat. Right fast now. double bass part. You're yeah. talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so you start making these videos. Well, like I know you did one for my buddies in Ancient Tongue, right? Oh yeah, I yeah. love that video. That yeah, that's really cool. That yeah. one was pretty crazy. They had a, a guy in the band. Ancient Tongue. Yeah. Yes. Um, they have a guy Rich who is a projectionist. That's my boy. You know Rich? Yeah. Oh, Rich, Rich is the Courage. man. Yeah, he is a genius He's, at what he does. He was the first guitarist of my of Playing Dead, my band. Nice. That's awesome. So basically, we did that whole video in a single room at Voodoo Studios. We did it in the live room, and we shot everybody one by one, and we had the projection machine, you know, shooting on them. And Rich kept dialing up all these crazy, weird animations. And, you know, we were going through it like, like, what can you project that's going to make this look really interesting? And at certain points, we put the projection machine behind them. And then when when I edited it all together, kind of just did like this big overlapping thing that took a whole lot of hours to put together but at the end of the day it looks really psychedelic fun and just you know 
weird. <laughs> so they, they hired you through Voodoo, the same thing, right? Yeah, like they recorded at Voodoo. Okay. And a lot of times it's kind of a natural projection, like progression. They uh, record at Voodoo and like a lot of times like, you know, Mike's like, well, you guys need video. It's, part, it's kind of just like a natural hustle, relation. Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like. Because you have to supplement it now. Like uh, so many people do home recordings now, you know, yeah. like those big studios. It's not like, uh, it's just, you know, people like usually now they have that one guy in the band who has fucking pro tools somewhere right. yep. and that's what they do you know but still DIY like voodoo, all over yeah mm. yeah so voodoo i mean voodoo has great recordings everything i've ever heard from there but it's the same thing it's like okay now we're gonna offer this to supplement some of that because it's a smart move yeah well it's like nowadays when you put something out a lot of times you're dropping it on facebook instagram these are like the main places that people's attentions attention is at and you know videos get more clicks than just little links for like you know uh like soundcloud or whatever mm -hmm. so you, you have to be posting videos in order to get the people's attention to listen to your music nowadays that's where i think someone like you and me in the future of course in six months future sam fu future me because <laughs> I, I i i'm just fascinated by the creativity of of just making videos like just the imagery like all of it i i love it i've always loved it and i just I just have too many interests, you know, and then just now that everything, I used to always be in bands, mm -hmm. now I'm only down to one, so I'm like, all right, now what I, have else can I, do? I have a podcast, a band, I think I should make videos, but <laughs> I feel like it's super important um, just to have that visual, man, it's just fun, man. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, think about going to a live show, you know, part of the thrill of going to see a band live is that you're not just hearing them, you're seeing them too. Mm-hmm. And I know music videos a little bit different. You have more of like an artistic interpretation with a bunch of different like shots going along with the performance. But it's the same idea. You know, you want to, you know, stimulate all the senses well, in a sense. There's been examples, you know, of mediocre songs that a video pushed it over the edge a million times just because the visual is so strong. And if maybe you just heard the song and be like, eh, it's all right. But we, we mentioned in the last episode, which was that Enter the Ninja song, The Ant Word. Like, yeah. if I heard The Ant Word without that video, <laughs> yeah. I would be thinking, like, the Samurai song? Like, no, it was, like, Ninja song. Uh, like, yeah. I, 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 yes. I am your butt. <laughs> but it had such a, these visuals that it's like, oh, shit, this is crazy. Yeah. Once I saw Yolandi, I was down. Yeah, I was like, I that was down. fucking... This chick's freaky. I like it. But, uh, yeah, I agree. They're, I don't think I would have explored their stuff further i like them i've come yes. to like them sometimes i'm not sure why <laughs> but think, uh yeah they have a really but yeah they their eye is it, they're whoever does their videos it's very distinct and uh it's always something different when they have a new video out i want to see it me too no and question. i think most people do yep. like because it's it they treat it you know it's not like some live performance it's basically like some crazy shit they do like what okay go does i was yeah. just gonna say okay go like you know like I've, i'm not even a huge fan of their music but i just anytime they put out a new song i'm like i know the video is gonna be incredible yeah. so i gotta shit watch it and that's that's what it is whether you like the band or not you know they put some time and attention into this i want to see what they did yeah. yeah i was like those uh that band battles yeah. They had some pretty cool fucking videos, too. That's John from uh, yep. Helmet. Strainer, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. So, pretty cool um, videos. So how'd you hook up with the another local crew, the Gutter Life guys? Gutter Life. That was through Voodoo as well. They recorded there, and, uh, and you know, we shot a... Honestly, I think I've done, like, four videos with them now. They're such great dudes, and, you know, they... 
put out so much, you know, they want to put out so much they grind. video. Yeah, they grind they so grind hard. hard. We shot, uh, first video I did with them was for Strong Island. We went to a skate park up in, um, like, Riverhead or something. We got this biker doing, like, crazy tricks on the half pipe while the band was performing. Just, like, true punk rock experience type that, of video. Absolutely. That yeah. video definitely... I watched that today. Yeah, me too. That was... Skateboards, you know, just, like, kind of, like... Day in the life. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Not Don't want to say cliche, but it's, you know, it has the, the lifestyle mm-hmm. all yeah. kind of encompassed in it. It was a ton of fun. At the skateboarding shot, I was hanging out of the back of a car while my... Hanging out of the back of my Prius, yeah. sitting there with my camera while I... Yelling at my buddy, slow down, speed up, <laughs> he's not skating fast enough. I toured the camera. It was really they funny. They look good, man. Real good. Well, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate absolutely. that. Yeah. So, uh, so they, they recorded there and you just guessed just became buds yeah i just linked up and uh met up with them started talking concepts and you know hit it off right away and uh yeah they're really cool guys and they you know a lot of times like they you know don't want to overthink their videos they're just like let's just just do something that's like organic and like cool and like because they have a ton of energy when they play and they're like let's just capture that and uh you know whatever else comes into the b-roll shots you know naturally let's do that I like that. Have you heard? Uh, I haven't watched the show yet, but um, Irv Gotti uh, started a show called Tales. No, I haven't heard. Of it. And it's a pretty visual thing as well. So what he does, which I think is a pretty goddamn good idea, he takes an old hip hop song. Uh, for example, he did the first episode is "Fuck the Police," so they took nice. the N.W.A. song, um, and he makes a movie out of it. And so this. It's like a long movie. I think it was like two hours or something, something wild, right? So, and and in it, um, the I mean, the cops are black actually, and the the people, you know, so they flip the the role. So, you know, the cops are black, the other dudes are white, and stuff like that. And they make they take these old songs, you know, Biggie or whoever, and then they just make a movie out of it. Wow! Like it's That's fucking awesome. wild, man. I've never heard of it. Where, where do you see that? It's, YouTube. Uh, no, it's it's on a channel. I just forgot. It's like one of those, like, uh, you know, somewhere in like the lifetime between, between like a hundred, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere between like a hundred and eighty and two hundred or some shit like that. How oh, did they make it. it like a feature length? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, feature length, and um, I I haven't seen the whole thing yet, but I know he was promoting it, and I saw some of it, and I just I was just thinking, oh, that's an interesting once again, concept. Yeah. yeah, like a visual. You're taking an old song, and you're making something completely new out of it. Right. And then yeah. you're flipping the roles. Sure. I was like suicidal tendencies, how they did institutionalize and they did it again yeah. when they released it and just yeah. did a whole new video. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Funny yeah. enough, Body Count did a cover of Institutionalized. Yeah. yeah. Put a video, I don't yep. know if you guys saw that, but yep. that video is really awesome. And yeah. just yeah. the way he did it, like <laughs> I see like changed up the verses mm-hmm. to make him like hilarious. He's, yeah. I was watching live footage of them in like Australia and they just oh, kill yeah. it. I, I, I was talking to him uh, before you guys showed up just about how uh, – you know, the first body count, it was just, you know, I guess like a different tone than this, but like they're like fucking serious players on this. Like these guys get fucking well. I saw them you at know? the first Lollapalooza yeah. and, uh, when they first came out. And they were good. And mm-hmm. it was cool because that was the first one and having Ice T involved with all these Rollins and all these. I mean, the whole doing that first was interesting. It was just different. It was yeah. different. But, uh, and the body count record was good and stuff. But yeah, when they, this new one, now is it's like, like, you know. It, before it was a little gimmicky, not gimmicky, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it, it, Ice T doing heavy metal, I get it. But then this record's like this guitar tones are 
thick drumming the everything whole thing, you know it sounds yeah. so much crisper mm-hmm. like they had a lot of building before this record yeah. and it's so good yeah so good mm-hmm. yep yeah. but um so what about the idea of just like doing videos for old songs for old songs you know like like why don't why don't like i don't know why don't the beatles make a video that would be pretty controversial, <laughs> but I mean that sounds like a great idea. The, if they hired the not right the two guy, dead to do ones, it. the other ones. If you could yeah, go I back, mean, grab a song that you would love to have a chance to, another crack at making a video for. Oh my would. god, that's a hard question to answer. You need a wow, drum roll. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at me, fucking interviewing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I mean. I would love to go back and work with Michael Jackson. If there yeah. was an artist, I don't know about a sp- specific right, okay. song because like, I love his we'll videos, but Michael Jackson, I feel yeah. like would be an amazing artist to sure. do a video with. I know I know that's kind of like, you know, but like all of his videos are really incredible. Yeah. And I feel like he'd just be one of those artists that would be really hands-on and like... Even his sister's videos were... were really oh yeah, Janet Jackson, like the one with Buster Rhymes, like holy yeah. crap. Like, well, Michael awesome. Jackson's one of the most... Like I read that book on... Uh, I'm always bringing up books, Sam. Sorry. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> this guy's read. got all this free about, time now. He's it's like a 500-page <laughs> book about the history of MTV. You actually probably love it. It's very interesting how the videos, you know, how it all changed and MTV started and stuff. But yeah. Michael Jackson, by far, is mm, the guy. on MTV, for real? Yeah. Look at you, man. It's, it's written in that way, like with little blurbs from the different VJs, people that behind the scenes, how they concept. There's a whole chapter on that Billy Squire video that's ridiculous. And how it ruined his career. Oh, that's right. But um, Michael Jackson was the guy who really understood the medium to the point and pushed it over the edge because they were desperately trying to get him on the air for a while because MTV didn't play a lot of black artists at the time. And the label was pushing. And eventually CBS was like, you better play Michael Jackson videos or we're not giving you any other stuff from us. So they finally did. But Michael Jackson understood the visual uh, concept along with the music better than anybody. I mean, he owned that shit. He when Thriller did. came out, they were Thriller, playing that like Thriller. every 15 minutes. Yeah, John Landis, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Definitely. Um, do you remember what the first video ever was, uh, that they played on MTV was? Yeah. Buggles. Yep. Video That's killed right. the radio. Killed the yep, yep. Perfect, perfect example right yeah. there, man. I love that. So um, what do you think... What do you think your life would be like if, if we were back then, if it was like 19... 87 and you were making videos would that be exciting or do you think youtube's more exciting um i think youtube it's easier to get yourself out there quickly and you can kind of build a mass audience just by you know putting out tons of content and being like a personality out there like you can build a following much quicker on youtube very direct yeah yeah i i do think people were getting paid more in the 90s to make music videos (laughs) loaded budgets and but, most uh, of it went to cocaine, I learned. Also, wow. every yeah. director was high on cocaine. The 80 grand budget <laughs> was like maybe seven grand for the video, and the yeah. rest was it's like, like one guy rest went up in his front nose. Of fire or whatever, you know? <laughs> and then we'll spend the rest on cocaine. Yeah, I think back then there was like a hot, like, you know, there was a certain amount of guys who were doing the big videos, and then right. kind of below that, it didn't really matter just because, you know, there was no real other outlet that, you know, you could put it out on. Nowadays, no. it's like all of the subgenres, all these, like, you know, bc level bands are able to still get like really solid videos and put them out there and they're still talked sure. about because everyone's seeing it on youtube and without a major label pushing their video back then you're not getting on the air whatsoever yeah no yeah yeah, yeah you're, you're right yeah. definitely 
Uh, but now, like, the quality, too, of videos, everything looks so goddamn good. Really good. You know, yeah. like, I see people, just like indie artists, that are just putting stuff out that just looks immaculate. Because technology just caught up, you know? It's just, mm. it's too good. Like, soon, you know, you'll be having, <laughs> you know, like, those, uh, <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, America's Funniest Home Videos, like, you know, they were so grainy, like, soon they'll be, yeah. people getting be, uh, hit in the balls, like, in high depth, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Always be funny. Yeah. Do you know uh, who Adam Curry is? <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> to keep it on the, on the uh, MTV vibe, he actually was an MTV VJ. Yeah. The first headbangers ball. Yeah, VJ. he had that horrible hair. Was he? No. Who didn't have He was not. Nah. Everyone no, had it was that jacket. He had a leather jacket no, I remember. with tassels yep. on that shit. No. If you saw Fuck his picture, that. maybe you would know him. But yeah, so, but, and he was also like a, everyone thought he was like a poser because he wasn't really into like metal. He said he wasn't into metal. Yeah. Like, oh. they just were like, you have long blonde hair yep. and you can wear this jacket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why all like the metal bands were like shit on him. So, but he, awesome. he went on and invented podcasts. It was like him and some other dude. And uh, they just like invented podcasts. Probably because they figured the pod, they couldn't see the jacket. He's the pod I, father, right? He's the pod no. father. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> when did when did podcasts start? Let's ask Adam Curry. <laughs> Get him on the phone. Al Gore invented the internet, and then Adam <laughs> Curry invented podcasts. And there's the history. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I'm sure we. We'll have to get him in here. We. <laughs> he's got to be like not hard to get. Yeah, I can't imagine. Aside from like. You hear that? It's not my car. Don't worry. Is that him? Uh, he's here. He's at the door. <laughs> I hear my he, name. He's got uh, the answer. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know when the fuck podcasts were invented. Maybe like yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah. And all it is really is just a conversation that people decided to record. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to record. It, it, it's almost like we're recording songs. So we're recording a record, and then we're going to put it up somewhere, and people listen to it, or they or they don't. When are we going to make our stairway? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta make the video. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what do you have up on the horizon, man? Yeah. Um. Well, I just finished a video for a band called Kissing Candice. Okay. Um. They were on Victory Records. Now they're out looking for another label right are now. They I local? think they. Um. Some of them are local. Some of them are from like down south, like Florida, mm-hmm. and they are. They're awesome. Like they're, you know, they're a metal band. They wear masks, like, you know, just like really detailed masks that like they spend a ton of time on. They have like a really like interesting look about them, and their music reflects it. We did a video with like a whole bunch of like really questionable stuff, like drugs, like hookers, and like Those burning. Are all we don't Good night, right there. Check. Yeah, it was. Check. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I don't think we question any of those here. Yeah, it was. It was I think, awesome. I think I just canceled Foo Shop and Friday. Let's rock. <laughs> so, are you out on your own, or is that was it? Mungo is that? Oh the name well, of the... Mungo is one of the people that gives me work. I also I, I work with Voodoo Studios right. and Mike Watts. We do a lot of work together. We've co-directed a ton of stuff. Sometimes I direct it on my own. You know, depending on his schedule, just because he produces bands full time. Right. So he's always in the studio grinding. So you know, sometimes I'll you know we'll do one together. Other times, you know, he's busy. I'm out just grinding on my own doing okay. it so you know i it voodoo's kind of home base for me like they he gives me so much work through like bands that record there mm-hmm. that it's just kind of a natural relationship that i you know we work together Excellent. but yeah i mean i i have a, a video that i just shot for this guy angel vivaldi who is just an absolute shredder 
like one of the best guitar players I've ever seen. And what's interesting I was about him, guess his name sounds like a shredder. shredder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like think like Steve Vai, but like a more like Same modern guy. with like uh, kind of like that uh, like new age. Not, I don't want to say gent music behind it, but like that you know okay. heavier like hardcore music behind it. I got you. But it's just like there's no singing. It's just instrumental and him shredding. So you're and make a video for that? Like that. Yeah, I just shot a video for it. Um, so how different is that that you're doing like an instrumental? Yeah. You know, it's a lot of fun just because, you know, as a guitar player, you know, get to focus on some just really great playing and just getting some really solid shots of him playing. It's probably and, uh, more wide open, too, because there's no lyrics binding you to some kind of story. Exactly. Or and like the hell you wanted to. Yeah. And I mean, you have an idea. Yeah. He had a really he's like super visual about everything he does. Like all of his music videos are really good. You know, going into it, I was like, wow, like he does great videos. I got to kill it on this one. So, um he had this idea where he wanted to have like these like alien creatures meeting for the first time and like um like kind of like f- coming into their own and finding like this weird like sexual tension between them and they start biting each other and like this gold starts oozing out of them we had them in makeup for about 6 hours setting up we had them covered in black latex paint from head to toe fully nude it was wild i'll show you pictures of it and uh it was crazy because like they would bite into each other and like with the way the prosthetics work, you know, the this gold would start oozing out of them slowly oh, as the song awesome. went on. And it was just like this really like abstract type of idea. And like usually, you know, when it comes to a storyboard, there's usually kind of like a like a more of like a story, like a front to back type of thing. But for this one it was like purely like abstract, like let's do something really outside the box and just visually like really like odd so it's cool to do something like that yeah yeah yeah, it's gonna be coming out pretty soon pretty soon yeah um have you ever been stumped on something like like uh you know anyone like some videos just take you longer yeah you you finally get it yeah just like wow okay absolutely there have been times that i'll I'll shoot something and i'm like scratching my head when it comes to editing and i'm like i gotta i gotta figure something out for this and usually those ones just take me longer to edit and like i'll i'll never stop until it's it's great so or at least something that we all think is great and uh like same thing with that that ancient tongue video you're talking about with the projection machine i was stumped on that one for a little bit because we got some really good projections going but like it was a lot of like the same stuff going on over and over again i'm like how like how am i gonna edit this to make this so that like a five minute song like that's you know that's a long time to keep somebody interested so ended up like looking up really interesting stock footage that like related to the song blended it in got like some cool special effects fire shooting out like spent like 80 hours on that edit i think it was pretty wild damn that's a long edit yeah i don't feel i don't feel bad about editing podcasts (laughs) it takes me about three hours has anyone ever approached you like man i can't do anything with this shit I I don't think so. I don't know if I've you ever said that. I've never. <laughs> I, I mean, I might have thought it for a moment and like tried to steer him else like in a different direction with it, but you can't play that. Role. You, can't. <laughs> you gotta. Like, no matter what, in this in this world, you gotta be like. Or like the concept they brought. I'd be you. broke. Like, well, what if we tried this? Well, that's typically when it comes to like thinking of like stories and like concepts, like I usually tell the band like, dream big to start. You know, we'll take your budget and we'll make it work somehow. You know, think of, like, the coolest idea possible. It's like, all right, that location you're thinking of uh, might be a little outside the budget, but what about this? And what if we dressed it up this way to kind of sell it? You know, you can take, you know, big ideas and still find ways to, like, match the production value if you get really creative and you kind of 
MacGyver something, so right. to speak. So yeah, I try to figure out, like, you know, I work with bands of all types of budgets, so you got to be able to get creative sure. to make sure that everything you're putting out still looks like it has solid production quality, but if some, ta- some bands don't have the same budget, you got to get a little bit more creative to figure out how you're going to match that quality that you're you're putting out right right. so that's that's like the harder part is when a band sometimes doesn't have the same budget but you still have to put in like 110 and make it look like it had that you know that same budget as you know some of the higher budget projects right what do you think about people making movies on their iphone i think it's awesome yeah i think it's great i i wouldn't do it because i just I, like I have the equipment that I need for it, but I I actually have a really good friend Anthony Natoli who does it just strictly on uh, iPhones, and it, he does amazing work. It's really great to see what you can do with these phones. And I think give it like ten years, man. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're all gonna be filming our phones. It's gonna be like it's- cinema quality. I'm gonna be like throwing my big shoulder cam in the trash or something. But um, it's it's wild that you know camera phones. If you you get the right uh, mods and equipment for it, you can really make some great films. Because what like how long ago was the flip phone? Like you just had a flip phone. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I only got... it's probably like ten years ago. That a was like years a, ago. Right? I think like, I how got far have one. we come from this from the from the flip for for cameras for video for everything? Shit, I rem- I remember my dad having. A VCR camera, and we were like one of the first people around that had it. We got it through the Seven Eleven and ship. Yeah, and that thing was like a goddamn cinder block on your shoulder. <laughs> it was so. Oh, fucking, the oh the big the yeah yeah so the camcorder big, yeah. It was seriously yeah. like if you had a bad back, you yeah. could not film with it. <laughs> I remember my parents had a they had a fucking car phone in one of their cars. Car phone, oh, army phone. That was yeah. fancy that too. Like if you had a car phone, yeah, you were like huge, man. Was, I had no idea you guys had it like yeah. that, man. Yeah, man. Especially back then, like what do you needed for? Like you're driving. No one had. Yeah. You were the. I call my mom when I was sitting in the car, like, "Yo, what's for dinner?" That was like sci-fi. <laughs> Grilled cheese. <laughs> the only person I knew that had one was like Zach Morris on Save by the Bell. Nice, big old phone too. Parking now. That's it. And the guy from the fucking the KLF video, Three AM Eternal. Yeah, the the Zach Morris phone. KLF is gonna. Rock you, baby. Damn. Listen, I didn't yeah. think uh, KLF was going to get a mention. Nice. No, maybe, I'll take KLF over Jane's addiction any day, man. Oh, oh come on, now. <laughs> nice slow down, playoff. Jesus Christ! But yeah, like when, when I think of those phones, like it was just so ridiculous because, like, you were going to call someone <laughs> from the car. What <laughs> is this person home? Now nah, they're not home. It's like all right, cool. That's it. <laughs> like no one would ever be home yet. You're going to need that in your car. So. Yeah. Beepers were even more. Oh, that ridiculous. was even worse because you had to fucking call the guy back anyway. Yeah, you know, I know. You had to pound a disgusting payphone. Yep. Somebody was just. When I think back in the era of payphones, I want to vomit. No. No your your mouth started. went right next mm-hmm. to like some whoever. Like <laughs> you're in Times <laughs> yeah. Square. No. You go to call whoever. Who knows? We got like hooker fuck, spit like hanging like off of it. Sh- who the fuck knows? <laughs> hooker spit's been like walking the least of my problem. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, it's disgusting, man. Yeah, at least hooker it's spit, fuck. I know where it's been. Nice. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, yeah, no, you're right. I never really oh, thought about it. Because now, like, even when I go on the subway, like, I don't want to touch anything. No. But, like, back then, I was like, your mouth, ma- Your tongue was almost yeah. right where someone else's <laughs> was. Some strange. You almost French kissed a stranger <laughs> and didn't even know their name. I'm like sitting there on the phone. Baby, I love you. I love you. Like, <laughs> just kissing, like, yeah. the fucking phone that everyone. We should have been all walking around with the flu <laughs> all the time back then. 24 <laughs> 7. Everyone in Selden used that same payphone. <laughs> Selden <laughs> forever. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so. Did you go to the Warped Tour? I didn't go to Warped Tour. Is that something that you? 
Um, I don't know too much about it. I mean, I if you start talking about some bands that are on Warp Tour, I could probably chime in. Oh, I can't well. chime in about their sets, so I because I obviously wasn't there to see them. But anyway. he, he had the sick of it all hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, our, that our, was pretty awesome. Our can man, talk about hot sauce. Our man on the street, <laughs> Brian Parker, yeah. was over at uh, the Warp Tour. Yes. How was that? It was hot. It was good, but it was hot. Uh, in got, July? Yeah. And that's got, what? Got, it, that's got, in the NASA Coliseum parking lot, In the parking lot, lot yeah. Right? So no, it was Jones Beach. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Last same time shit. I went, it was in the parking I, I lot. I fucking don't leave said, the house. You said yeah to everything. <laughs> you could put me in the backyard tell me I'm in Connecticut. doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it's, like the, and, uh, it's like someone blindfolded you and yeah. drew you somewhere. <laughs> you're out. you're yeah. at the yeah. work tour. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yes, I met up with uh, a good boy, Joe Sullivan. He was doing the merch for uh, yeah. Sick of It All. Gave us the opportunity to Shout put some post to codes, postcards yes. on there. So he hooked us up with that. Got me a few bottles of hot sauce. That was good. Which was um, delicious, I understand. Yeah. Oh, it was lovely. It was very it was tasty. Yeah, so sick of it all wailed. I think that they're, they got to be close to 50 years old, those guys. And they, wow. my God, the fucking energy. I mean, yeah. they were all stretching and doing everything beforehand, but they were just fucking jumping around like they were still 18 years old. It was great. How was the crowds? Insane. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy watching a band like Sick of It All that you're used to, you know, watching headline play anything where from like 45 minutes to an hour and they play for 25 minutes. Yeah. You're like, wait, five songs? That's it? That's the thing with festivals. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I watched them from the side. That was awesome. Um, and then uh, crazy thing about Warp Tour that I forgot was that the set times change every day. So they pull the names out of a hat and you could be going on first one day and then you're headlining the next day and then blah, blah, blah. So, uh Funny enough, we found out that the wristbands that we had through uh, through the watch, another kid that gets mentioned almost every episode, legend, um, that they were all access. So I was actually hanging on a side who, stage. Who did you blow for those? Uh, Sarah's cousin. <laughs> I blew for those. So <laughs> oh, the watch. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He must have blown. Okay, he was he was on every sick of it all cover. So you know, that's right. You know. Every hardcore picture yes. ever taken. Yeah. So um, so we watched them on the side of the stage. That was good. And then uh, had about five hours to. You know, walk around and do all this shit before you know the waste went on, and that was just my god. Yeah, that you was insane. Waste. That was fucking insane. So they're a five piece now, you know, and yeah. uh, they looked the part, they dressed the part, and best part is they play the part. Yeah, their new album's killer. Yeah, it's on my best. I mean, I was. I stood behind the drummer, and fuck, man, that guy is fast as hell. They're so fast, and, and their riffs are like, oh yeah, just every one of them is. Nah, it was funny because. Uh, one, One day of, Tom's going to do a video for him. In the, hey. That'd yeah. be pretty cool. That would be sweet. Throw my name in there. Municipal yeah. Waste. Yeah. What, what are you waiting for? That's it, man. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hit hit our boy up. <laughs> Dude from Hatebreed went up there, the uh, the guitarist, and he had a he had a box of Vans, and it looked like he was going to you know give it to the guy from Municipal Waste, and he hands it to him, and he opens it up, and there's a bottle of Jack in there. So then everybody uh, started swigging Jack and got a little sloppy. Just like the payphone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, Those like guys church wine, yeah. but it was uh, I think I put like a hundred dollars aside for Warp Tour, but like two hundred dollars later between you know, the White Castle to start <laughs> off the day, you know, to buying you know municipal waste, you, you know sweatshirt. Yeah, what yeah. if you had to shit your pants? Well, I shit beforehand. But still. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a one shit type of guy, you know. Yeah. So you're playing with fire. Yeah. yeah. I was, like playing, with I was playing with fire. I was playing with fire when I paid go. sixteen dollars for a fucking beer. That's what I was really paying. Ooh, for. Yeah, really? yeah. Domestic, uh, Bud Light. Yeah, even twenty-two ounces. It, it was right? a twenty-two, yeah, but yeah, still. Twenty-two. You know, I, I just picture like I can't imagine anything worse than 
getting to a festival and having to shit. Like it's got to be the worst. Like I couldn't yeah. imagine using one of those like porta potties. No, like, I would just go home. I I I can't, I can't do it. I can barely go to a festival at all anymore. I'm a professional stage potato, thanks to my friend. So like, <laughs> I was stage potatoing last night. I'm, uh, I am a pro professional. Educate uh, me. So what's a, what's a stage potato? It's a guy. Well, in my case, that gets like backstage passes because his friends in the band and stays at the side and watches it. Even though, if you go out in front and watch the band, it sounds, sounds a thousand awesome. times better. And when you stand yeah, on the side, totally. it, it sounds like sh- you hear the drummer. <laughs> Maybe an occasional bass, and my friend would always be like, "Don't, don't you want to go out there?" It sounds like, no, no, because nice. it's so cool, it's relaxing to be up there. Yep. Everyone's looking at you, and you're like, oh, "They're like, yeah, oh, he must be important. Right, He's standing with the up. band. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he you see this like, laminate I got on? Who is that guy? That's, oh yeah, that's, that's <laughs> no. stage potato. The laminate's key. Nah, yeah. but, but it's funny. But, but access to a nice bathroom. No, yeah, you can't yeah, put yeah. a price on that. Ah. Yesterday, I went yeah. to the Great South Bay, and it was the same thing. Like, I, I, no shame whatsoever, because it started to rain. And my friend uh, had a Bolton Center, Michelle, shout out to Michelle Rizzo, mm-hmm. Rizzo Berg. Word. She had, uh, you know, like a little booth there. And once it started to pour, like, kids didn't give a shit. And me and the dude, Mike Malamo, our former guest, like, yeah. we were just like, yo, we need to, like, not get wet right now. This is <laughs> ridiculous. So we, we stood under there. And then once Taking Back Sunday played, we did our, our stage potato. Yeah. <laughs> it just went right there. Just hung out. And it's like, all right, hung out afterwards, and then we were gone. You can't beat it, man. I went to an OzFest once, and my friend wasn't even playing that year. And we stood on the side of the stage for Hatebreed. Nice. And they have an air conditioner blowing. Oh, sweet. And I was like, and, and you we can catch a whiff of the audience. Like, you know that OzFest stink? And yeah. It's like four in the afternoon. It rained a little bit, so now it's oh, muggy, it's even worse. And Oof. there's fear, and I'm like, uh, "Fuck that!" You smell White ever. Castle and like goatee juice. Oh, that was everything me. wrong yeah. with everything. Soul, soul yeah. patch juice. It's just uh. wafting up, and then the air conditioner is pushing out, and you're like, "Never again!" Nah. Never again! Never and again! And you know what? We did our fucking time. Yeah, we did I earned that shit. <laughs> Completely. If every now and then like, I know somebody that's playing in a band and I could sit on the side. Yeah, I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy. I don't want to get wet and I don't want to rub elbows with people. Who I'm sweating. such that guy that even the band that my friend used to be in that I made friends Filter? with. Filter? No, uh, in this moment. <laughs> oh, okay. When they were all in the town, like, yo, man. Yeah. Come on. What up, yo? And like, come on. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I'm not no shame. She was hot, though, too. That was- Cool, cool girl. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Doing well. So, uh, where were we? Warp, were warp Tour. Yeah. The Warp Tour? Yeah. Yes. So, oh, so. White Castle. White Castle and Municipal Waste. Yeah. So, so I wound up spending like $200 by the end of the, uh, end of the night. And, you got some uh, merch. Some yeah. Oh, merch. I, got, I got some Municipal Waste hoodies. Nice. I got a, uh, they had a, a tribute to, a Rocky George tribute, um, Pirates hat. Get really? The fuck out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't send you that picture? Oh. Yeah, I think upsta- I saw it. Oh, it's I love that hat. From sick of, uh, no, suicidal. Suicidal. Yeah. What am I saying? And, yeah. Uh, I, but they, I follow them on Instagram, and they they had the picture, because uh, I think they're playing uh, their hometown tonight, and they're just like, yo, we got the Rocky George signature hats, and there was like fucking 90 comments. So, Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was That's awesome. legendary, man. Speaking uh, of another band, you figure Suicidal Tendencies just put out a new video. Mm-hmm. You know, he, here's a band that gets it, that you still make these videos, and the videos are the video is fantastic. That's Com- awesome. Completely. I haven't checked it out, but I mean, they've been around for forever, oh, forever. and they're still putting out stuff. That's uh, awesome. if you if you put out a good video too, and the one you did with Body Count, like all metal sucks, metal injection, all that, like it, 
Ice T's extreme. It was everywhere on all those links because that's it cool. was so gory, and everyone was loving it. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, it like, that's how you get work. You yeah. know, it's like a word of mouth. It's like, oh, who did this? Who did cinematography? Sure. You know, um, I, I don't know much about the, the Mungo thing. Like, who is that dude? Um, He has, uh, it's called Mungo Creative Group. He does a whole bunch of stuff. He does music videos. He does, like, a lot of corporate work and other stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I met him through Mike Watts at Voodoo. It's just like a... You know, you just network through all these people, and uh, you know he's. You everything know, is a network. Yeah. It, oh my god, everything. Everything. Network to get work, right? Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I met Glenn. He actually plays in a band called Lands Down. Okay. You know, they tour a lot, and like he has this video company. He has a lot of great connections, so you know he'll reach out to me every now and then when he's got a nice big project, and he'll be like, "Listen, I know your work. I know what you do. Come on for this one and join and collaborate with them." So. That's like one of the first like people I've actually like collaborated with on something like that. A lot of times it's been like, you know, either I'm directing it or I'm directing it with Mike, uh, Mike Watts, and then you know, you know, other times I'm just out just hustling on my own, just you know, getting work from you know bands hitting me up on Facebook or Instagram or. And that's how it happened. I mean, like cause yeah. I mentioned something about the video, and our mutual friend Mike Randall was like, "I know the guy who made this video." I was like, "Yo, podcast like as a joke," and he's like, "All right." And I was like, wait, really? I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, he yeah, mentioned you know. to me when I was on the set for the Gutter Life video. Yeah. He's been there for every single one of them, and he's an awesome dude. So. Smoking cigarettes. Shout out to Mike. Mm-hmm. Thank Shout you. Shout out to Mike. Stop smoking. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, he's like a talent scout. He's he, out there. Yes. Yeah. He's, yes. he's like Getting a... Suffo. Yeah. Suffocation. He's like the guy with the blurred face in, the, in those porno uh, <laughs> clips. <laughs> you know, he gets our chicks on the couch. So. He would love that reference. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. <laughs> so, but um do you see yourself doing this like in 10 years, right? Yeah, absolutely. I can't it's picture myself work, doing man. it. Yeah, I can't picture myself doing anything else. It's just a creative like you can be as creative as you want to be. Yeah, uh, honestly, it's it, as long as work keeps going the way it has been, I'm going to keep doing this for the rest of my life, you know? Like I might start doing some other things outside of music videos as well, but What was the video that he directed that was almost like a short film. Pain in an Exile? Yep. That was <laughs> Pain in Exile. Yeah. <laughs> Pain in Exile. So um how'd that go? That was pretty insane. They came to me with a I think the song is eleven minutes long and you know, it's one of these really like they're like progressive yeah. death metal like and the song's amazing. It's really cool. It has like a, it's almost like a orchestral movement. It has so many different elements in it. And when I first heard it I'm like, oh my God, like I'm going to keep people's attention for 11 minutes like then and whatever we film it's going to take a while. You're right actually. Then that is like a short film. It, yeah. it, it pretty much is, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, sat down with the band for hours and hours and hours coming up with like a concept and eventually we came up with this concept where this guy finds a big bag of money and then makes some really questionable decisions after that and the guys who whose money it was find him and start chasing him down. We filmed these crazy car chase sequences and that was actually the funnest part was the car chase. I got to whip out my drone and ah, that, yeah, that, that's how I got some of those uh, aerial yeah, shots. Some of those drones. shots yeah, were yeah. crazy. Yo, the, the drones are like game changers. Oh, right? so, honestly, like... It raises production values like crazy with just like a, a drone that's you could buy them for like five hundred bucks and you learn how to fly them, crash them a few times, and you know, but I'm, like, I'm on my second drone right now for the <laughs> for the record. Does it damage the camera though? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I have crashed and it's like I didn't break the camera once and I was able to fix it, 
But um, yeah, they're pretty delicate. Like, and you know, you're flying up hundred feet in the and air. You went close it, to the water on that thing too, right? Yeah, you know, I. It, it's crazy because the most dangerous shots typically are the ones that look the coolest. Uh-huh. So that you have to kind of balance between being safe and you know getting the really cool shots. Like getting, I remember we did one of the car chase scenes in the Pain and Exile video, and I had the drone flying, flying like really low where the cars were just passing underneath the thing, and I could have swore like the thing got clipped at one so- second. Now I'm like, oh my god, that's game <laughs> over. <for> that. <laughs> and uh, it's a really nice car too. I was like, ooh. So you do have to like kind of almost be careful doing car stuff. I would imagine like that's the for sure you do for sure. I mean like I went your pants while you film that or (laughs) yeah. Well, you have to be careful with the people driving the cars because you know that's like you got to be like all right, listen, like drive, but like you know. And then there are tricks you could do in post speed it up just a little (laughs) bit to make it you know maybe a little bit faster. (laughs) We won't tell anyone that, but post. Yeah, but I was hanging out of the back of my Prius. Seems to be like a spot that I do a lot where I'm sitting on the back of my Prius. We had me bungeed in so I wouldn't fall out of the car. I had my friend George driving full speed ahead and with a Prius that's about 40, 45 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you get those uh, electrons, whatever is driving that thing really revving. And I'm hanging out the back and we just got them swerving behind me and just like it's a real rush getting shots like that. And, uh, we had them shooting what was actually a real gun, but there were no bullets in it. We just had them kind of like cocking the gun real quick, and then I added some bullet effects in post to kind of sell the effect. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really cool. It was my first time really doing something that felt like an action type of thing, right. and we just went balls out. With I didn't it get to see it. Like, what did you have? To, did you like have to close off like an area? Did you have to, did permits involved? Um, you just go gorilla. We're gonna set this up. Car chase, boom, boom, right here. Like you always go gorilla. Come on, always go gorilla. <laughs> yeah, we no condom. We managed to make it happen, <laughs> and uh, you know, we we got permissions that were necessary for that for that area that we filmed it in. It was like a pretty. It was a really quiet street anyway, right, right. and it was like an industrial area. We knew okay. a guy in the area that was like, "All right, you, you guys are okay here." So, mm-hmm. you know, we we were safe for that, but uh, you know. Flying drones and stuff like that, you you got you got to be careful in certain areas. Like you can't fly them near airports. Right. You uh you know you have to register them with the FAA. I, I have mine registered, so that God forbid I crash it, it's got like a registered number on it. They're like wow. they can look you up and be like, all right, this is the asshole. Big Fucking big. I was about to say big brother. Oh. Uh, <laughs> big brother. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So that video was ton of fun for the performance. <laughs> you know, we wanted this big area to have them performing in. And I was looking all over to find something, and like I, I we rented out a turf field, a turf soccer field, and we just blacked out the whole thing, and it was really cool. It nice. was really interesting. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I mean, shit, we're gonna be looking for all your videos now that we're, you know, now that we're all basically besties. Yeah, <laughs> we are. You know, we're all gonna be friending each other soon. So, hey, uh, speaking of scouting locations, I gotta add something exciting happened to my work. Oh uh-huh. yeah, that's right. Uh, Martin Scorsese's directing a new movie, The Irishman. Got oh, I saw that you posted that today. Yeah, is that the Danny Green story? It's about the guy that supposedly killed Hoffa. Oh, mm. no, that's different. Okay. Um, you got my attention already. De Niro, Pacino, Pesci, Keitel, bunch of all Irish guy. The dude, yeah, okay, very Irish. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they came. A scouting agent called up my work in my office. And uh, we've gotten uh, show damages filmed there once, some Glenn Close show, but because um, uh, we have a really rustic, shitty-looking plant right there, I guess <laughs> it looked aesthetically good to them. But uh, 
asking all these questions like yeah about movie can we look at your place and this and i'm like let me ask you what movie is this for can i ask i'm like yeah it's a martin scorsese film i was like oh shit they know they know what they were doing i was like all right (laughs) but they need a vcr because i got five of them (laughs) so just tell them to fucking give me a call and uh they told me about the plot and stuff and I, i i had looked it up on imdb and i saw the people attached to it and i was like holy shit so i passed it along i gave her my boss's number i gave her uh my other boy everyone that had to say Yes, because I didn't want this to get lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're they came in, they scouted our locations. They're looking for a, a they're gonna land a plane. They're bringing in a plane, and it looks like it's gonna land in some kind of like a constructionist yard or something like that. And it's literally gonna be like ten seconds of fucking time. amazing. And they're gonna bring a boat in. With this, a barge to this, our plant in Cedarhurst with this plane on it to get like 10 seconds. What's the budget That's on awesome. this movie? I liked it up for my boss because they said, well, what does your plant do? It's a concrete plant. Uh, like how much production does it does, does a day? What would it cost you to shut down? And I'm looking on the budget on IMDb. I'm like, yo, the budget's like $100 million. Yeah. Tell them whatever the fuck. Yeah. And they didn't even bat an eyelash. And because my boss is like, I don't know if I want to shut down. I'm like, what are you kidding me? Yeah, he's a Bobby he's a D. Big, he's a you know, Bobby I D. Work in the concrete industry, these are, this hey. is like Ginzo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah concrete like gonna, shoes, man. You got all your, the said. holy trinity of yeah. Ginzo yeah. actors. Yeah. No offense <laughs> to the Ginzos. Nah. I love you, Todd, Todd Reynolds. You know. Yes. No <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it looks like they're gonna shoot like ten seconds worth of the thing. I'm just Sweet. waiting to see if hopefully it's probably not gonna be any of the actors. It's probably just gonna be this plane. Yeah, uh, that's it. That's it. No, no. We can interview the plane though. They're not coming. But let me just say that Robert De Niro is actually. 75% Irish. Is he? Jimmy Conway, Jimmy DeGent. His oh. his mom is fully Irish and his dad is half Italian and half Irish. Mm. He's only got a quarter. Wow. Well, maybe he'll play the guy. I don't know. That's it. Blowing blowing up spots here. Because we did mention them, like, do you, you like, do you know anything about this place? Be like this. So this is about the guy that killed Hofstra, the president of the Teamsters. I'm like, you know, this is like a Teamster facility. Yeah. Like, is it? <laughs> Did you have that in mind or anything? Yeah. Like, no. Nah, you know, concrete, shit. right? Yeah. yeah. It's probably but, uh, in concrete. Yeah, I'll keep you posted on that. Hopefully it goes down. Cool shit. Maybe Hopefully. I'll get De Niro down here in the basement. Bobby D, yeah. man. I got, I'm sure I got half of his fucking, you know, movies. You know? <laughs> yeah, just offer him. Let him know that, you know, you do a like, podcast. Listen, guys, yeah. I do a podcast. Yeah. We have, Pizza. He's, he's got to get here. <laughs> you, <laughs> we offer Ask pizza. Ask him what toppings yeah. he wants yeah. on his pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a sausage man, Patrick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, anchovies, whatever you guys want, whatever topping. Extra, che- I, we'll pay for extra cheese. We'll yeah. have Tom come back for credibility. Yeah. You know? Yes. Have, yes. Have if jo- if George it. Reynolds didn't drink all the Coppola wine, we could have offered him that too. Because oh, me, true. everyone we've ever had in the show would be down in the basement that time. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's not happening. But it's pretty exciting, so I'll keep you posted right. on that. But anyway. Cool. Um, all right. So, what I want to hit up, uh, hopefully, Tom, you're cool with this. And you have some input. Feel free to jump in, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, definitely jump in. Yeah, please. By all means. I uh, am here. So uh. we're, we're going to just basically um, talk about the stuff that we, we really dug uh, this year so far. Cool. Whether it be like TV, movie, or records. Yeah, let's like do that. it. Um, so, so far, what do you you want to start it off, Lang? What do you want to um, shed some light on? Well, uh, you want to do music first? I'll do music because uh, I'm I'm way behind on movies. Sometimes I don't watch the new stuff when it comes out. All right, well, like, I I got that part then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as far as music goes, it, it's 
That's uh, metal, mostly metal, surprising. Um, the new suffocation of the dark light. Uh, what you expect from suffocation. Technically brutal, awesome, amazing. Uh, the new municipal waste, uh, slime and punishment, Havoc. Havoc's mm -hmm. new album, fantastic. Warbringers, Woe to the Vanquished, who I think is the best in the new revival of Thrash. Um, <clears throat> but overall, my biggest shout-out, and there were some other albums too, but the new creator, uh, new Mastodon's good, but everybody's talks about that already, and Paul Barrow. But Power Trips, Nightmare, Logic, that album is universally loved by almost everyone I know. It's like the best crossover Thrash it's got like SOD speak English or die potential to like cross over to everybody. Mm -hmm. um, like they any, just, any, any anyone that we tell to listen to, like is yeah. like holy shit, this fucking record's awesome. If yeah, if you like metal, if you like thrash, if you like hard, it's these guys are the real deal. I hope they continue for a long, long time. It's by far the best thing I've heard this year. Definitely, it's yeah. it, it it'll you hit play on that and you're. It's brutal. You can punch your mom in the face. And their live videos on YouTube are like oh, bananas. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do like what 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 is that? Hate six. Do you know that that Hate Five Six. Hate Five Six. Uh, no, what is that? Uh, they film they, they It's a production company. Yeah, it's, and, and they, they just do these like live like sets and like the footage is just great, man. Mm -hmm. You you gotta check them out. Yeah. They they do definitely some, will. They do some really goddamn good work. So. And the guy that guy travels everywhere. He's yeah, like in Florida one day, he's in yeah. Philly another day, and uh, it's all over the fucking Picking place. Picking up on so. it. So, uh, um, do you have any music you want to talk about? Yeah, I got uh, surprise, surprise, Body Count, Bloodlust. Okay, oh, loved yeah. it. Mm -hmm. uh, gunship, love me some Gunship, self-titled. So that shit sounds like you know, like every '80s movie that I was in love with. And great videos. Yeah, gunship. yeah. People got to get on that. Yeah, synth Joe Sullivan band. once again. That was Joe Sullivan. You know, I think told he me sent about it that, to man. Me, yeah. Yeah. Gunship. Uh, Red Death. That shit is good, man. Mm. Permanent Exile. Uh, the flip side of Municipal Waste, Iron Reagan. Gate Creeper, very good uh, heavy band. I think it's Sonoran Deprivation. Uh, lighter Side, Dream Car. You know that band, Sam? Yeah, that band, uh, those songs are pretty good. It's, yeah. it's, it's no doubt. It's a three guy. It's basically no doubt with a different singer. So yeah. it's Davey Havoc. Yeah, from yeah, AFI. Yeah. I read about that. I yeah. mean, yeah. I like listened Duran Duran. to Yeah, I dug it. Yeah. I dug it. I, I uh, that. Rob Link went to, uh, Rob Link and Brian Moore actually went to go see them. I think probably about a month, six weeks ago. I was like, I don't even fucking know this band. Yeah, yeah. but I, yeah, I dug it. And radio ready, catchy. Absolutely. Yeah, like, you know? I, I was pretty shocked at how it, um, how it worked. It, yeah. it legit sounds like Duran Duran. Mm -hmm. Really? No. Yeah. And I, I love fucking love Duran Duran. That's too, one band that I do love. I'm with you. On we that. could talk about Duran Duran all day. All right. But top five Duran Duran songs. There we go. <laughs> uh, Power Trip. Nightmare Logic. Uh, gotta go with Metallica. Hardwired Self-Destruct. It's the band that pretty much you know got me into music. Um, and Incendiary, Thousand Miles There. Yes. And uh, our good friend Dan, I am happy to report, just got his package from Sabian Symbols today. He got So sponsored. he's officially endorsed. Excellent. Put together his wish list and his symbols arrived today. So that's cool fucking shit. Ooh. Tom, you got any music you want to shout out? New Circus Revive sounds really cool. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys are into them, but yeah, yeah. always been a huge fan of them and Definitely. was looking for them to come back around. Uh, they were touring with Minus the Bear. Yeah, mm. oh, they're awesome too. But uh, I know Seosin put out a record last year, which was really cool to see Anthony Green doing that mm -hmm. again. Love Seosin always, and like he they stays put out. Busy. Yeah, yeah, he does. Ton of respect for him. And uh, New Circus Revive sounds like they're right back on, you know, like kind of their older stuff again. 
video is amazing too. I don't know if you guys got a chance to check it out, but he's out in the forest and like there's all these crazy special effects going on. They like flip the camera like 180 and like it goes into this weird animated world and then right back. Oh no, looked like awesome. a really yeah really well thought out and like they're that that kind of band where their artwork really coincides with everything that they do. So that's really cool. That shit has to inspire you, right? When you see oh, a video like that, you always, just like yeah. You gotta, it's almost like you want to get back in and just make something, right? Yeah, and it's sometimes I'm just like, wow, like I don't even know how they did, how that. They did that, and yeah. like that's when I, it's like so humbling to see something that's so incredible. I'm like, I don't even know how they did that, and that's the part that inspires me. I'm like, I gotta start getting even crazier with ideas. And I do have to ask you, uh, from the technology that when you started with like four years ago to today, like do you see like it just always it must be like an evolution. Yeah. Always progressing, like, right? Well it just opens up options, you know, when you imagine an idea, like something that otherwise wouldn't have been possible now becomes more possible. That's it, you know, like it just allows you to be more creative and not focus on just uh, you know, like you're able to take an idea and you're like, all right, I know we have a crane or a dolly. We have some sort of steady cam where we could follow you and do that shot. Whereas, you know, when I was first starting, I was just running around handheld, maybe had a skateboard as a dolly or something like that. <laughs> I actually use a hoverboard as a dolly currently. Sweet. Right now. Works, yeah. You know? I actually, I hold the steady cam and I ride on a hoverboard sometimes to get shots and it's awesome it looks pretty ridiculous but in camera it looks amazing so yeah works, that's man. all that matters. yeah it's it it's, it's probably like maddening almost to keep up with the technology as fast as it comes out oh like, i gotta buy that i gotta learn that. it's I gotta, crazy yeah. but you know what it's amazing because it allows you know new people to get into the field and right. still create like really good quality work <laughs> there you go right there I'm you should get into you. it well, but uh should <laughs> i'm in you're in but now what if they released a book on. How to do filmmaking? <laughs> like, would that just oh, end it right shit. there? What if they did? There's probably like a zillion, and I'm not reading any of it. I can't read. So that's I'll tell you about it. Yeah, yeah, you I need that audio. Need Brian Langan read reads you. the book. You know? I'll record myself. I need it in right. tweets. There you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll Facebook status. It yeah, Facebook. <laughs> uh, anything else? Uh, New Portugal, the man is really cool. They're a little bit like a like indie pop kind of vibe to it. They went kind of a commercial route, but. In this case, I really like it. A lot of times, a band will go like commercial route, and like you know, you kind of question it. Like, uh, you know, I don't know if I could like this anymore. But they did it in a really cool way, and it I think it's really fun. It comes down to the songs. Like, yeah. When you hit play, you're like, like I didn't think I would like Dream Car because I didn't give a shit about No Doubt, and I fucking hate AFI. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I really? hit one, yeah, and I hit play, and I was just like, yeah. mm, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, I gotta give that a listen. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty good. Yeah, it's I'm very, intrigued. very much the goal that they wanted it oh, yeah. sounds even like the artwork is oh the artwork because yeah, i don't like either uh, one of those see that's a situation where if i saw the video yeah i might not like it really yeah because i might have to listen to it i don't want to see davy havoc i just want to and he's rocking music. that mustache now too i was like oh my god a get the oh, so yeah. let me tell you this story like we we were um i was in one of my bands and um we were going to play a halloween show and we were going to cover obviously halloween by the misfits mm-hmm my friend Adam, who was our drummer at the time, was like, I never heard that Misfits song. And I was like, really? I'm like, why are we even friends? Why are we friends, yo? Yeah. He knew the AFI version? He knew the AFI version. Uh, when I started playing yeah. it, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Uh, like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Really? You know the AFI version? How old was it? Fucking like like maybe five years <laughs> younger than yeah. me. Yeah. I like AFI. I don't know. They were fun. Listen. 
I'm just some fat guy with an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have a mic too. So. Misfits fanboys here. Yeah, uh, that's what it is. Too. Is it? <laughs> so. No but. Danzig, no Misfits, no. You know, and there are rumors that he's gonna get back and do it again, it, and like yeah, they're all gonna kind of come together. No, and it's I gonna think be they one did big it, happy they got party, paid and now it's over. Yeah, we gotta find so? that dollar amount what he got because I heard massive money. Oh, I'm sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure what he bought a whole new pallet of bricks for the front of his house. That's <laughs> <laughs> a new fresh step. Um, I think they got like a mill, and he took five or maybe seven hundred of That's it. That's fucking crazy, man. So, um, all right, we're, anything yes. else? Uh, that's pretty much it at the moment. All right, because I'm, I'm about to geek out real quick. So for me, I'm, I'm going to do uh, four hip-hop records that I love. Oh. Year of the Ox. Uh, they have a self-titled EP. Um, this is just raw, rugged beats, and the lyricism is just... You got me into those guys. Outrageous. Yeah, yeah. Like two Asian dudes killing it. Killer. Uh, another one. These are all records that came out in 2017, obviously. Ye- uh, Your old Droog. Roll oh, Droog has a record called Pax. Good one. This dude is Ukrainian, but he sounds like fucking Nas. So right? good. You're, yeah. Like and he, the beats are like old school primo sh- style. His beats are Boom, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, another one is uh, the Rock Marciano record, Rosebud's Revenge. The, like The beats on this sound like old like 90s Wu-Tang. Um, another one, so this will be my last hip-hop mention, uh, Joey Badass's uh, American Badass. Mm. Not as good as his other records as far as the production value, but still better than a lot of the things that came out. So I wanted to shout him out on that. Uh, I got three Thrash records. Um, I have Iron Reagan's Crossover Ministry. I saw them uh, play at the Nating Factory with our buddy in Extinction AD. And, of course, I have Power Trip Nightmare Logic. Fucking, if you want to stomp out to this shit, like, you like you kill someone listening oh, to this record. It's so good, you know. And then the cops would be like, "Well, you listen to it." It's like power. It makes trip. me feel like the, <laughs> the first time I heard "Rain and Blood." Yeah, <clears throat> like just a short, that's it, extended blast of ferocity. I want, just... I want to do hood rat shit when I listen to this <laughs> shit. Um, and then number three, definitely my favorite thrash band of the last ten years, Warbringer. Yeah, their record uh, "Woe to the Vanquished" is just it's just thrash. I think of the new wave of thrash. They're kind of like. My dad's calling right now. I have to hang up on him. That really brought that new wave of thrash up. I think they're like the Metallica of that whole new crop. Yeah. Um, I got some more randos here. So um, at the drive-in. At the drive-in came back after 17, 18 years. Mm. One of my favorites. How do you feel about the new record? It's on my list, man. It's on my list. One of the best records of the year. It took a minute to grow on me. but Same. Same, I, I, you know. First I really listen, I was a little bit now. like, uh, you know, I don't know. Time off. I was, yeah. I was sold. What do you think of of the return refused record? I thought it was terrible. Yeah, man, I, I really wanted to love it. You know, I gave it a few spins, and I was like, you know, kind of like, all right, like maybe, maybe. But then, like, there were like maybe two songs that stood yes. out as like really cool. Like maybe like the first few, I was like, all right, like pretty promising. And then, uh, then it died. You know what? It's just. It's tough to top. You died. know, shape of pop, no. shape of punk to come. It was just an amazing record, and. You know, some people say they should have just left it alone, but you know, it was 15 years later, and they could do whatever they want to do at this point. And they, that's kind of their attitude going into it. They're like, oh, we're just gonna. Yeah. It, it was, I think, maybe like 16, 17 years. Same thing with after. Yeah, Drive. yeah. Only after driving, somehow pulled it off. I don't know how, and refused came back sounding not like refused. Yeah, at the driving, at least, uh, you know what? At first, when I first listened to the new at the driving, it sounded like a. Uh, 
almost like a relationship of command, like a B sides yeah. to that almost. Yeah, okay. And it and which is fine. I mean, I love that yeah. record. It's oh, an yeah. incredible record. Yeah. Their whole discography is really cool. But relationship of command, you could tell they were like totally got their sound, and it was like the they, production value is amazing. <laughs> and then and then they broke up. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah. signed to Grand Royal, which was Mike D's label. Yeah. From the Beastie Boys. Really. Yeah. Um. And they signed for like a million bucks or whatever, and they couldn't get it together. They just broke up. Yeah. They and so and and they, I think they bankrupted the label by doing that. And Grand Royal <laughs> went shit. away. But just picture how much you'd have to hate somebody to not yeah. be in a band with them. It's like okay, here we are. It was two thousand one, so they were probably a, a band for maybe like seven years. Yeah. And it's like, all right, here we are. Mike D fucking signs us to Grand Royal. Everything's popping. It's like 2000, 2000, 2001. Yep. Around there, yeah. I was going going to audio school in Manhattan. Shout out to Institute of Audio Research. I was working at Harrow's. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) I bought that shit at Circuit City, that album. Yeah. Nice. I think Harrow's was going to get a shout out today. For all your pool supplies. (laughs) One thing about this show, it never fails that at least one, like, insanely. Like, I never thought in the interview we had last week with Iron Sheik that I would get to tell him a great white story. And we talked about did. Ugly Kid Joe. And Ugly Kid Joe. Exactly. But who knows on the show? Uh, That's what's so exciting about very listening exciting. to this program. Um, okay, so <laughs> another record, and this is probably like my favorite record of the year so far, which is the old 97's uh, Graveyard Whistling. Very much like an um, alt-country band. Uh, they've been doing it for 20 years now. And coincidentally, tomorrow, I will be going to a private party Somewhere in Dick's Hills to see the singer do like a private show. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Look like at you, he... man. <laughs> Fancy pants. Shout out to Michelle Rizzo again nice. for hooking that up. Nice. You get to be like a stage potato with that thing, right? Uh, it's just at his house. This guy throws concerts at his house once a year. That's awesome. Um, and he had on another guy that I have on my list who made one of the best records of the year. Uh, Jason Isbell, Nashville Sound. I just saw him at the Beacon, and this guy is like one of the best songwriters on the planet. All right, so I got a couple more from 2017, the Menzingers, called After the Party, and, and they just have some of the best, catchiest songs on the planet. Another band that sounds like uh, Queens of the Stone Age Jr., Royal Blood's new record, How Did We Get So Dark, awesome. Uh, Slow Dives, self-titled record. They I haven't cut, listened to that. They came back after, Shit. I think, like 20 I years. I love that band. I can't believe it. I didn't even know they put something out. They came back after 20 years. Then I have two more, Mutoid Man. Oh, good one. Yeah, they're awesome. Shit. Like, this record is just mind-melting. If you like Cave-In, it's it's Steve from Cave-In and the drummer from Converge. Yep. Yep. And I didn't know the guy from Cave-In was in it. I knew about Converge. That's really cool. Singer. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, It's fucking, like, it'll melt your fucking ears when you hit play. It's one of the most impressive musical records I've ever heard. And then lastly, there's a band called Charlie Bliss that's on Barsook, um, which is Death Cab's old label. And it's completely like the catchiest like indie pop record you will hear this year. Uh, the record is called Guppy. So. All right. So uh, from there, you want to do – have you seen any cool movies or you want to shout out any movies from 2017, Langan? I mean, 2017, stuff we've talked about before, The Void, still one of my favorite movies of the year, Get Out, obviously. Um, but, yeah, I haven't seen a lot of 2017s. So sometimes I'm always bad with years when shit comes out. I kind of just see shit when it does. The best 
film I've watched this year uh, came out in 2016, but I watched it this year, and I'll give it a shout-out because I don't think I discussed it before. It was called Christine. Um, it's got, uh, what's his name? The guy who played Dexter, Michael C. Hall. It's an indie film about this uh, this girl that in the 70s, she was on like a small uh, small uh, television studio in, in Florida, and she uh, committed suicide on air. It's like a legendary thing where people, it's one of those internet tales and stuff like that. It kind of tells her backstory. The girl that played Christine in it, though, I'm just shouting it out because not enough people have seen it. It's, it's, it's easily the best performance I've seen by an actress last year, and it got no play whatsoever. It's an indie film. I like it. Got I it like, at the library. Cool. Nice. nice. <laughs> it sounds like a really dark topic. But it like is an it, interesting story. To well, tell. everybody knows the the urban legend, like you know those fucking Bud Dwyer, Bud Dwyer yeah. and all that. This girl was one of them. People look for the footage and the morbid part of it, but it goes into the psyche of yeah. her from people who know her. But the girl that plays it is so impressive. It's it's a there's two films out that came out around the same time about this topic. One's called Kate Plays Christine. That's not that good. Christine though, excellent, worth a watch. Yeah, I mean, the older I get, those are the movies that I feel like I gravitate towards. Um, I don't give a shit about fucking comic books. I don't give a shit about The Fast and Furious. Like, when I hear a story like that, it's something that interests me. I'm like, oh, shit, this sounds dark and, like, an actual, like, I don't know, just, like, human story of, like, man. It's heavy. It sits with you after you finish it. Yeah. You know? Um, But I, I... Nobody I know has seen it, so I would love if somebody watched it. I might have yapping to. about it. Parker, anything, any movies you want to shout out this year? Uh, I have TV and movies. Uh, Silicon Valley. Loved okay. it. HBO. Uh, Alien Covenant. I enjoyed it. I haven't seen it yet. Roy hated yeah. it. I loved it. Uh, Scout's Guide. Was that this year? No, that was like three years ago. Was it? All right, well, I just saw it this year, so <laughs> we'll right. do the same I'm thing. I'm with you, brother. Yeah, thanks, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vice, Godfather. Yeah, Vice Principals. <laughs> That was another good one. The Void, we said already. Uh, Glow on Netflix. Oh, I heard that. I haven't Loved it. seen that yet. Yeah. So good. And I thought it was a documentary, but I guess it's a scripted thing. Does it have any yeah. association with a- the actual Glow, the TV show? Not yet. It's building up? Yeah, it? yeah. But I'm saying, like, is it a story? It's a story. Um, you could tell that the characters are going to turn into actual characters. Like but that big bad mama there? She's there, but she's not Big Bad Mama yet. Uh, okay, so, so that's shit like that. They're not exactly right now. Easy. Right now, I think she's like the welfare queen is her character. Okay, so it's like the I heard Mark Maron's like awesome, awesome dude. It. He's yeah. fucking he's amazing. Awesome yeah. yeah. Um. So I love that. Get out. We talked about. Um. I loved Split. That was good. Um. I also like this movie called The Belky Experiment, which is kind. Oh, is that what it is? You saw it? Yeah. Really like that. Theaters, yep. Yeah, it was like uh, Battle Royal mm-hmm. meets uh, Office Space. That's I how they. That's it. how they. Wow. Uh, nice. Yeah, it was oh, pretty absolutely. crazy. Yeah, you, you have to kill your coworker. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I would love that. Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't yeah. say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Founder with Michael Keaton. That was great. That was good. I that got was that. the story. Yeah. Of, oh, I saw that. Well, I yeah. mean, let's get into some of these things. Yeah. The founder is the story of of McDonald's. Talk about a scumbag, though, when you watch that. Yeah, movie, right. You know? So like, it it's the story of 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 McDonald's, basically. He's how Ray it all started, Kroc, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was really good. So. Yeah, very good. Movie. Uh, Patriots Day with you know Wicked Smart Marky Mark for the Boston Marathon, um, the bombing that was good. And then was Green Room this year or that was Last Room? That was last. Year. That was last year. Well, I enjoyed that too. Good movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> Gar- right. Guardians of the Galaxy was awesome. You, like you guys checked that one I out? I still haven't seen the first one, but I heard it was great. Um, speaking of the Belko experiment, they yeah. have the same writer. Mm. Really? James Gunn. Okay. James nice. Gunn did that, and I think he, I don't know, he had something to do with, with the Guardians. I feel like he wrote wrote it or directed it. It's possible. It. When I saw the you know the list of credits at the end for those types of movies, yeah. it's yeah. like yeah. pages and, and pages yeah. long. So I mean, I'm out. I'm not looking at credits. I just know. <laughs> I know There's general, reading involved like, there, right? The, he did Slither. <laughs> oh, I love Slither. So he did okay. Belko, he did that. He he had a handwriting that's great. So. great movie. Yeah. I know. Anything else? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nah. Shout out to to whatever the fuck Guardians. Guardians, huh? Um, okay, so for me, real quick, I'm gonna uh, talk about. Um, you know, we already mentioned. I think Get Out and The Void are like uh, my two favorite horror movies. Get Out, of The, the Void, and Power Trip is like that's three yeah, out across of three. The board. Right. Now <laughs> there, was, there was there was another movie called Colossal, which not a lot of people saw. That was with um, uh, what's that girl's name? Anne Hathaway and mm. Jason Sudeikis. Um, it's a really weird fucking plot. I don't. It, it's it's part creature feature and it's part uh, romantic comedy. Mm. I don't. I can't give away what the plot like. Uh, what I think it really meant, yeah. but it, it's great if you, if you get a chance. Yeah, to watch don't read it. the rest of the Wikipedia page. Nah, yeah, so. Uh, let me read spoilers real quick. <laughs> I'm just going to read the end of yeah, it. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to read the ending. You guys tell me what you think. Huh. Um, tell me how it starts. But my number one movie of 2017 is Baby Driver by Edgar Wright. I've seen you raving yeah, about Yeah, what, what's that, that I gotta about? I, gotta try, I haven't seen yeah, it. So it looks really awesome. The dude did fucking the trilogy. You know, like Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. Oh, uh, okay. Um, World's End. He did fucking and Scott awesome Pilgrim. awesome short trailer in Grindhouse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't, right? Yeah. He did that one. Okay. Oh, was that right? Yeah. Um, okay, so Baby Driver is essentially a really awesome music video. That's what I've heard about it. It's like one big music video. It's surprising why I haven't seen it, it yet. It yeah, right? <laughs> it's, it's a heist movie. Uh-huh. And this kid, his name is Baby, and he is like the ultimate getaway driver. But he has these... Um, he has like tinnitus or something, so he never like stops the music. So he always has these earbuds in. I totally fucking remember that movie. I haven't seen it, but I remember the trailer. Yeah, so yeah. like he's the he's hired as a getaway driver. Kevin Spacey's in the movie, John Hamm's in the movie, and uh, it, it like the the first fifteen minutes of the movie. If you don't fucking smile through the whole fifteen minutes, wow. you're dead. That's awesome. You know, it reminds me a lot of 500 Days of Summer, which is like visually fucking awesome. And the music Good plays soundtrack. such a great yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, I wasn't sure what that movie was all about. Number the one title movie. is weird. Every time I heard the title, I would, I'm like fucking mini I thought driver. It was I don't want to watch that. I thought that. it was going to be like like look who's talking and there's like a <laughs> like a little baby and he uh, drives a getaway and car and he talks funny. Look like, who's talking now Shane, and this go, fucking guy's talking. <laughs> Get in the car, she. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, it's curtains. No, number one. Voiced by John Travolta. <laughs> number one movie of the year so far, without a doubt. Like it was fucking phenomenal. I'm on that. Wow. Um, and then real quick, I'd like to shout out. Um, the movie, uh, the TV show American Gods, which is the best TV show I've seen this year. I gotta get on. Yeah, that you've been too. raving on that. Yeah, it's. Fu- it, it reminds me of John Dies at the End. Mm. That movie. I don't like that movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, visually. Did you read the book? Hell no. no. 
and also preacher. You're preacher. getting on his train now. You're going backwards. <laughs> I don't like fiction. Oh. I only read biographies. Gotcha. I'm weird so, like that. But uh, preacher. It wasn't horrible, but yeah. I, I just wasn't into it that much. But I had pig vomit in it. I'm like a sucker to watch that guy in anything. Giamatti. Yeah, yeah, I love him. But yeah, I've heard you rave about that show, though, and some other people that I'm intrigued. American Gods and Preacher yeah. are the two best shows that I've seen this year. And a quick shout out to HBO's four part series, The Defiant Ones. Saw a small segment of that on like Facebook showing up. Looks really cool. Do you have um, on demand HBO? Uh, yeah. All four are up there. That's amazing. It's I got to check them all it's out. It's the story of Jimmy Iovine and the story of Dr. Dre and how they intersect. So it's their beginnings and how they meet up and then they sign that $3.2 million, a billion dollar deal with Apple for yeah. Beats headphones. Uh, oh, no That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's fucking so goddamn good. And everything that they've wore, like just how they started and then just how it intersects. Oh, it's so goddamn good. Let me add one TV show too, uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. It hasn't started yet, but it will be the best show of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> you see me, me trolling today? <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> I was trolling, yo, today on Facebook. I knew you're not a fan of it, and then <laughs> like it got out of control. And then no. you, what was the second thing you wrote? No, because I, well, I said, said um, I, was, I was watching the show Power because I'm already hooked in, and it's it might as well be Sons of Anarchy. It's just yeah. Sons of Anarchy because it's so unbelievably stupid. It's unbelievable. And just oh, is that the one you said it's Sons of Anarchy just minus Jack's ass or yes. whatever? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Uh. So today I just said that you know, like I, I put power uh. is better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> and goddamn man, like I was. Just, uh-huh. Anyone who knows me knows I don't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, so no. what would I know? Did my wife jump in? I'm sure she fucking jumped in probably because she no. loves fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah. I think she knew it's I was so joking. Uh, so people uh, were just kind of like flipping on it to like. What are you serious? Are you out of your mind? I'm just like laughing. The second one was better. What was the second one? Well, because everyone got so crazy yeah. that I wrote Steam Pipe Alley. Is better <laughs> yeah. Than yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yes. Mario Cantone, man. Metal as fuck. It's the most metal show ever. It's yeah. Dio Dragons fucking. There's wolfhounds in it. There's wolfhounds in it. Zombies. Not even. I'm not, I'm not even a huge fan of it. I'm, I don't, I don't fuck I can't it. get into it. I can't get into yeah. it because I don't care about dragons. Fucking yeah, winter is I'm, coming, I'm man. I'm into it. You don't like dragons? No, <laughs> I can't. I remember that he fucking game, like Dragon's Dio, Lair. Yeah. I used to love that fucking cartoon I, I video I, game. Uh, it's just something like about that time period. Yeah, like me it. too. I don't See, know. I guess uh, I like that time period, and I don't like sci-fi. I don't like futuristic shit. I like swords and shit. But you, you'd rather watch like Val Kilmer and Willa. I like Vikings and all that shit. I like people killing them. Killing other people with like blades and not laser guns. Gotcha. I'm old school. Like I don't that. even care about future stuff either. Like anything like like Boardwalk Empires as far back as I, I can love go. that show though. That was so good. that's another one. You know, it took me a while to get into, but once I did, I was like, wow. It's better than great. watching dragons. <laughs> if they had a fucking dragon on Boardwalk Empire, that shit would have been off the moon. Like, all of a sudden, the fucking dragon flew down on Atlantic City. It's it'd Burn still be a show. Up. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I don't like. It. I'm I'm with Tom on this one. So, uh, but I know people love Game of Thrones, and sometimes it's funny to say something stupid because everyone just took it. I so do serious. enjoy. I love Game of Thrones. I get like I could care less what anybody likes. It doesn't like because it's all aesthetic and you know whatever. But the, the amount of fucking vitriol that oh. came your way was like well, my. You know what? Somebody's keying my car right now <laughs> <laughs> in the driveway. With so a I'm sword. Like, <laughs> <That's> a <key>. <laughs> <laughs> Carving a dragon on, huh. on the hood of my car with huh. their key. So, 
I right. carved this no- with dragon glass <laughs> on the side of your car. So uh, we're going to talk about our, uh, I guess we're going to do our top five. Yeah, we're videos. Gonna, we're going to talk our top five favorite videos of all time because we figure fucking Tom yeah. fucking Flynn is yeah. here. You know, hey, hey. the man who directs, who does cinematography. Oh. He's, he's fucking writes songs that sound like fucking he's in a real band. He's <laughs> a renaissance <laughs> man. He's like, yo, listen to my band. I was like, oh, this, this is actually good. This yeah. guy makes good videos and good songs. Uh, Fuck yeah. this guy. Yeah, I just dabble in that. <laughs> yeah, I just my band's called Walkina, by the way. Nice. Check it out on Spotify. Yes. They don't have they, they don't even have a video, though. That's like I know, a, he'll do funny? it. <laughs> he'll <laughs> fucking direct it. He's really I, don't like, I don't like being on camera. I actually uh, hate it. <laughs> Me too. It's so weird. I, I mean, I, like, I'm gonna listen to this and I'm gonna hate the way my voice I sounds too. Let's be honest. Why does not he hate direct a, ba- a video for your band and you direct his? Sweet. There you go. Huh? Crisscross. Boom. Nice. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's make sure I don't show up in any of the shots. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we ever made a video for my band, I would feel I don't want to be in the video. There's no part of me that wants to be in the video. Um, I just don't. I don't even like taking pictures. Yeah, you know what I, I'm saying? I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. like, I would need like. I don't know. That's funny. Paint them in the black latex. There you go. And shit. <laughs> Turn you well, into a space alien. Put them in like the gimp outfit, you know? Maybe some like green screen shit. <laughs> totally. Oh. Uh, Turn them into a dragon. There it is. All right, uh-huh. We could do that. So. <laughs> All right, before we come up with any yeah. other shittier jokes, <laughs> let's do number five, Langan. Okay, number five for mm. me. Actually, yeah. before we do our top five, um, just mention some lesser-known videos if you want, because I'm going to do that first. Okay. Um, you go first, then. Let me see. Cause yeah? I, yeah, yeah. You go okay. first. So for me, this is what I'm going to say. Um, I could have picked, like, five videos that maybe three people would have given a shit about. Um, you know, music videos, there's so many of them, and these are some of the ones that maybe you wouldn't have seen. So um, I'm going to list them because they're just, I don't know, like – not as known as the other ones and I didn't want to pick them because I would have picked these five and people would have been like ah this is like the worst list ever but you've never seen the video so anyway um I'm I'm gonna go with uh the Menzingers they made a video called I don't want to be an asshole which is a complete diff like a take on Friday the 13th Mm. how Jason doesn't want to be an asshole anymore so he's trying not to kill people and he falls in love with this girl and I guess he talks to her on Tinder, and he's trying to change his ways. That's awesome. So I thought that was pretty cool. The new Dying Fetus video is probably- <laughs> I was going to mention that. That's really? one of the goriest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. that's what, It's amazing. Like, that, like, that has more gore in it than most movies have like in two hours. Um, the Ghostface Killer put out a record, and um, he, he made a video that was like a Giallo video. For I love that Rise video. of the Ghostface. Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, it was like yeah. a total. Ita- I'm sure he wasn't in it because like his face was covered, but it was like an Italian gore flick fucking video, and it's fantastic. Um, so a couple more here. There's a band called the Limousines, which are one of the catchiest synth pop bands I've ever heard on the planet. They have n- amazing videos, killer videos. But the one I'm gonna pick that you should watch is. Uh, Funny enough, Internet Killed the Video Star. Nice. That's cool. So they, it, it's like a zombie, I don't know, you just got to watch it. I'm, I, I'm not going to okay. describe it. So Limousine's Internet Killed the Video Star, which I think is completely relevant for today's episode. Uh, two more, Passion Pit. 
put out a video called Carried Away. I like that band. It's fuck. The video is one of the best videos I've ever seen. And more than likely, you've never even heard of them and never seen the video. I've heard of them. I've never yeah. seen the video. No. And the last one is a Canadian band called Stars. And they have a video called Your Ex-Lover is Dead. And uh, it kind of reminds me of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's cool. So uh, so then I'm, I'll kick it off with my real top five here. Number five is uh, one of the best videos on the planet from a lesser known artist but i'm gonna throw him in it anyway because he's a long island guy and he's a dream guest for us and we have mutual so i gotta reach out to him so yes um i'm gonna go with number five ra the rugged man from long island new york definition of a rap flow all these amazing 80s references and visuals from like the rubik's cube to um his face on mike tyson's punch out so can't say enough about that video laying in number five uh should i read some of the ones that didn't make the not that they didn't make the cut but lesser known whatever that i'm throwing in here uh uh bleed video nice oh yeah um classic it's just so disturbing looking that bald dude sitting there in that yoga position and the uh the, the, with the music and the the, uh, if you're familiar with Meshuggah, you know how dissonant everything is, and it's just a, a completely disturbing visuals. Um, I have uh, not that it's that obscure, but I'm sure it's not going to make any list. The Far Side Drop, uh, that they shot all in reverse and shit. And, uh, <laughs> um, uh, D Antward, Babies on Fire. I love love the video. It's got a lot of Yolandi. I'm a big Yolandi fan. It's got kind of a whole film, like a short 10-minute segment before then. Uh, Sepultura's Refuse Resist, which is just like an anthem for rebellion for me. Um, so those are some of those titles. And then my number five, I am going with uh, The Verve, Bittersweet Symphony. Mm. Um, I just... I just it's such a simple concept of the guy walking down the street bumping everybody he <laughs> walks into and everyone else is moving in like uh were they moving faster than him or are they moving in They're the opposite just direction either going the opposite direction right, he's right, going right. that way and he's just bumping and knocking everyone over and not giving a fuck and it's just some some days how you wake up in the morning and it just exemplifies it and shout out to the Rolling Stones for taking all their money from that song. Yeah, nice. right. Like that uh, was necessary yeah. to do. Because <laughs> oh, right. the what Stones happened? They sued don't. Yeah, because it's a Rolling Stones. It's a sample from uh, the Stones did like a what was it with an or- like orchestral a sim- yeah. symphony. Really, like, not even like one of their records. It was like an offshoot. An interpretation of a one little of songs. lick of that shit. And Keith Richards and company. Like, Hello, mate. That's my money. <laughs> they, they shut it down. They lost, and that. That song was huge for that band. That yeah. record, was like, that they, was that band. Well, uh-huh. Lucky Man was a hit. Lucky they had uh-huh. it was a good record yeah, actually. That but record. that band, that whole lawsuit fucked them. But I love that video. It mm-hmm. just speaks volumes of about anger. <laughs> cool number five, Tom. For me, uh, number five. Well, some stuff that didn't really make the oh, list yeah, for right. me. Uh, In this up. moment has really great videos. I don't there know you if go. you ever checked them out. Yeah, yeah their videos it's are amazing. Yeah, his friends. My yeah, friend used to be the drummer. I'm a stage potato for them. Oh yeah, that's right. You're stage <laughs> stage potato. That's where yeah. we were talking about that. Which but yeah, they're videos for blood and for adrenalize. I remember I saw those videos and I'm like, man, I got to make videos like that guy. Yeah. I think uh, uh, Robert John Clay, I think his name is. That's the director who did that stuff. Really awesome stuff. Yeah. Um, another video I saw recently that was really just 
like really weird cephalic carnage did a mm. video oh, yeah. where like there's Killer these two drummer. people that are like yeah. naked and like they're like rubbing each other and then like at the end of the video the guy's cock explodes and it's the <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh but i was like yo this is the most ridiculous thing wow. i've ever seen in my life and i well, you have my attention and, well that's the thing <laughs> is like I, I, i'm still talking about it to this day so yeah. I, I guess uh, they did <laughs> they did something right there. that video Look, worked go find that video go watch that it's, I it's, it's quite the watch that i know many videos where the cock explodes it wow. was like i laughed but i was also like wow like that and and he's laying dead at the end of the video after that Thank i mean there's no, it's not coming yeah, back. Got after no that. cock. You might as well be. Yeah, yeah huh? it's game over after that. There was, there was no returning. <laughs> yeah, your cock's gone, but we revived you. It's like, uh, yeah, no thanks. No, I'm good. Uh, my number five is Jamiroquai, Virtual Insanity. Cool. Mm, I honestly, I saw that video when I was like maybe 10, 11 years old, and Ouch. I remember. Seeing, yeah, <laughs> get out of here. That's graduate. And college. you know the room, <laughs> the couches and everything are moving around. And when I first saw it, I thought like the floor was like motorized, but it turns out they shot the the video and the room like the box room was actually moving and all the furniture furniture was stationary and the the room was moving with the camera and i thought that that was so awesome I when i found watching that out that over and over again this trying to see how they did it yeah and oh it was like God, the, fuck? the room was moving yeah. not him so that's yeah. crazy and then the rehearsals that went into it must have been sure. really insane so that's my number five parker cool. A uh, couple that I have that didn't make it, uh, Slayer Ditto Head, oh. great video, just fucking That's insane, fuck right? Song. Oh my god, great fucking song. Uh, Primus, Winona, Big Brown Beaver. Speaking oh, of Winona, nice. yeah, right. oh, that's yeah. Trois. Like, fuck, man, everything's <laughs> connecting tonight. Share this Damn. Yeah. Uh, Everything's connected to her big brown. Band that I quite enjoy, the majority of the videos, is uh, 30 Seconds to Mars. So kings and queens, I like that. And so uh, where they're on the bikes going yeah, through the city, yeah. that is a really nice video. Uh, what is that? The other one, the uh, the kill, which yeah. was like the uh, Dude, the shining very, one, I think. Very catchy song. Yeah, 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 that was. He gets so high on that kings and queens. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't imagine he does that live. Um, and municipal waste, sadistic magician, man, love nice. that fucking video. Very, very, very like trauma esque, and you know, shit wails. But for number five, as I uh, alluded to earlier, Morbid Angel Rapture. Yeah. And uh, fucking shit is just scary, man. I mean. It is very scary. Such a fucking <laughs> scary video. I mean, it's very, like, congested and claustrophobic. Yes. And the way that it's shot, it's just kind of, like, tunnel visionist. And, I mean, just to see, you know, Pete the Feet, you know, Sandoval. I, I didn't think that that was humanly possible yeah. to go that fucking fast. And then, you know. David Vincent, when he starts, you know, singing, screaming, whatever the fuck you want to say, and just you can't even see the guy's face because his hair is just in front of it. But that shit was I, like uh, heavy as yeah. fuck, like to the point it was frightening when yeah. I was a kid. Yep. Oh, yeah, I They're... always remember those dirt bags. Not, for, you know, I'm a dirt bag too. But they, in, the, in the parking lot at school, that had the long sleeve morbid angel shirt. There's yeah. something about him. I was like, yeah. wow, yeah. those guys are into some fucking heavy yeah, shit. But that, <laughs> that shit fucking wails. I love yeah, that album. Yeah. Like you're like I could definitely take the guy in the poison shoe, <laughs> guy in the morbid angel yeah. shoe. Once you we'll go him, long we'll, sleeve death we'll metal, you're alone. fucking committed, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, yeah. number four, I, I had a, a, something that you mentioned, so I'm going to do something else. I, I had far side drop. Ah, nice, so, fucked it up. Um, I mean, Anything the right. show was in, the, the video was in reverse. It was so cool. The Beastie yeah. Boys were in it, so I'm going to do an alternate, and I'm going to go with Nine Inch Nails. Wish, nice, nice, very like just yeah. fucking Mad Max, and then like the song was crazy. They've always had amazing videos, oh, yeah. Yeah. but like out of all of them, I was gonna go Pinion, but that was like a 10 second <laughs> song. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, it was like a maybe a minute. 
intro for Broken, but like, yeah, I'm not gonna go there. So that was a weird video. But Wish was just like chaos, man. It was guys like, hanging off of cages and shit. Complete aggression. Yeah. Complete like, aggression. Yeah. Just that fucking like the music and like just those guitars and the chorus and it, it really was like kind of like the end of the world. Well, yeah, too, and it was pretty extreme because you know they put out you know pretty hate machine mm -hmm. and when they made the jump to that ep yep that was way the fuck heavier than way. it's almost like not as extreme a jump as like ministry made from being like depeche Twitch. mode to fucking land of rape yeah. and honey but still the adding of the guitars and that song in particular is oh, yeah. heavy as shit mm -hmm. it hits you over the head and the yeah. video just was so dark and i think it's um you know, you, you could go with a lot of their other videos, but for me, that one is my favorite. So I, I got to go number four. So number four. Um, number four for me is uh, Wu-Tang Clan, Protect Your Neck. Nice. Uh, again? <laughs> again and again. Again. <laughs> it just, you know, you remember listening to hip-hop then, but when that, when you, the first time you saw the Wu-Tang on a video, you were like, what the fuck is this? It was just so grimy and DIY. It was fucking punk. It was punk. It was punk. It was, there was no budget. There was no, it was just some dudes with yeah. insane verses in the projects. Yep. With like, so their friend probably taped it. Yep. And it was just like nothing I ever heard before. And the way they introduce each guy with the name underneath that you get to know these people, like they had the whole plan mapped out of these all these great MC. It, it almost seemed like that was just the table setter for everything to come. And it, I, I just blew me away. You know, all their vi early videos on that album did but that one, especially when they were like wearing masks yeah. and ghosts. I'm like, man, this shit is like dark and angry. It's, it, yeah. All kinds of shit. But yeah. A lot of people got beat up to that song. <laughs> <laughs> for real. For real. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, number four, Tom. Yeah. Um, mine is blur song two. Oh, oh good one. Honestly, saw that video. It was really cool. They're in that room, and they just start hitting chords, flying into walls and stuff, and just, like, wind is just blowing all this crazy stuff. Just the I'm pure energy. that wind right now. What's up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but just the energy that was captured in that video is really cool. And, yeah. like, I feel like the video made me like the song even more, and I've always tried to recreate that kind of energy. I feel like I... I did a video recently with a band called Like-Minded Criminals where I tried to recreate some sort of the same energy where uh, instead of like having them flying into the walls, we had uh, we cut up a bunch of newspaper and just put it everywhere and we took a, a, a leaf blower and just blew it all around the room while they were playing and kind of referenced back to that video and it was just an inspiration for me. Yeah, I, I love that. Anything, mm -hmm. you know, from musicians to like anytime you find inspiration in something, it just keeps everything going forward man I, I love you know things that just inspire you you know like you said like a video like that just you take that and then you make your own thing out of it and you keep it going man so like one like seriously one day somebody will watch one of your videos and do the same thing that like would be the, the best thing in the world if somebody said that to me you know yeah that would be so humbling i don't know <laughs> it's gonna happen so be amazing um, what are we up to number four number four yeah. four yeah yeah i did uh sick of it all step down Oh, nice. that's good. Great video. Nice. Nice. You see all the quote-unquote dance moves. Yeah. Pizza you know. maker. Yeah. So good. Pick, you know. up, Pick up the change. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so Glasses. Good. 
<laughs> so good. You know, Best the, record too. Yeah, yeah, the old the old guy outside CBGBs and you know these crazy kids at the Sunday matinees. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love that fucking. <laughs> video. They played that at Warp Tour and fucking the place went fucking ballistic. So yeah, know. that's that's a yeah, great I love yeah, video. yeah. But that is that probably is my favorite sick of it all album as well. Um, all right, so I'm gonna pick one that I guarantee you is your number one. Guarantee you. <laughs> I'm pointing to Tom right now. What is it? Uh, okay, go. This too shall pass. So, all right, all right. That's not number one for me, but that's a really great video. Um, I, these guys started. Uh, I remember they had some like mild success with that first record, but somewhere in the post MTV generation, they made that video where they were on like the treadmills and like mm-hmm. everyone's trying to figure out yep. how they did it, mm-hmm. which was like another Jamiroquai. It was yep. almost like a yeah. perfect like uh, continuation of that. And they constantly make these videos that are just, like, technically, I can't even comprehend, like, the stuff that goes into it. But this, for me, is the best video that they've ever done. And that's saying something. So, This Too Shall Pass by OK Go. Yep. Number three, Langan. Bjork, uh, Big Time Sensuality. Um, It's the one when she's dancing on the back of the flatbed. Uh, I was way into... uh, in the early 90s. Sugar Cubes? I love the Sugar Cubes always, but like, you know, I went, I was way into the the, the rave scene in New York uh, in the early 90s when NASA existed. A lot of good um, clubs before it blew the fuck up and Giuliani squashed it, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> but uh, Bjork was the epitome. That, her look, her dance, yeah. I always love her anyway. She's so creative. I mean, I could, I could go anywhere with her videos pretty much. I just picked this one because yes. I love it. Like human I love behavior. how happy she, they're all great, it's and they're always quiet. attentive. And she's doing stuff artistically now that's like over my head. But uh, she, her dancing, happy, that look, going through the city on that flatbed, I just love it. I it makes me happy. It, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I, you see that, and you're like, oh man, old Manhattan man. Yes. You know, you that go was a there. great time in Manhattan. In the early it 90s. was a great time. It was glorious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, that, that video always takes me back to where I was then, and that's why I love it. I love that about music videos, where or just songs in general, where you could listen to it and remember specific time and place where you were when you first heard it. That's yes. that's always the Once best again, feeling. Scrapbooked. Yeah. Could, could to to go to videos like the videos are those time capsules, man. Absolutely. You know now just. Anything you could watch a video like we were talking about Rapture or mm-hmm. anything from from that era, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh shit, man! I remember being like 14 and watching this. So like t- complete time capsules. Yep. I can't sure. I can't stress enough how important this man's job. Is. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, man! <laughs> but uh, number number three, three right? Yep. Uh, Panic at the Disco, Emperor's New Clothes. That video, I don't know if you've seen it. It's one of like their newer videos, but I remember I saw it. It maybe came out like maybe two years ago or so. And this video is so insane. The prosthetics and just the way they had to rehearse this was crazy. Um, They had Brendan Urie dressed up as like Satan, like a blue version of Satan. And the way they filmed the video, they filmed it where he performed the song at half speed, Mm -hmm. where he had to sing the song like slow while he was doing all these actions and when they sped it up to double speed it actually matched the song so what that gives wow. you is like this like on crack looking kind of like super fast motion almost robotic thing and it just came out really interesting and like all the like the things that they synced up to the parts of the song just were 
unbelievable How and like t- difficult t- is that yeah i've Sounds. done i've done it before and it's not that hard but it has to be very like the performance has to really sell it or else it doesn't look good same with the opposite like you can do it where you also have the singer sing the song twice as fast and then you slow it down and it looks like he's moving in slow motion but his lips are sinking to but the to song get the sync with the lips oh, and yeah. that in the speed it sounds like it'd be so hard to nail it yeah well a lot of it has to do with the performance like it has to they have to sell it in the performance because my job is actually easy i just speed it up or slow it down to match but if they don't like sell it and they don't sing it right Right. it kind of just doesn't like look believable so that's that's kind of a harder aspect of and that's why i have so much respect for uh panic at the disco yeah check it out now do you just off topic here uh, or on topic, I don't know. Uh, do you ever like film any of the behind the scenes? Yeah, I actually started doing that for the Angel Vivaldi video. I had uh, somebody helping out, uh, just filming some behind the scenes type stuff. A lot of times you'll see on my Instagram, I post a lot of behind the camera type photos or just like setups of ter- certain scenes. But I want to start getting more into like posting behind the scenes videos and showing how I'm doing certain setups and, you know, trying to show people a little bit more about what I do as opposed to just throwing out music videos. Yeah, no, it's fun like to see that content, uh, e- even for like movies or whatever. Whenever you see behind the scenes stuff, but definitely for videos, for something like that, like I, I don't, I'm sure maybe they do have it for, for Panic yeah, the Disco. Yeah, probably like, exists somewhere. You know, it's like this is how we do that. Cause pull I, back the curtain. Pull, yeah, <laughs> pull back that fucking curtain. So, all right, number three, Parker, Sepultura territory. Nice. Yeah, that's a good Shit's one. Pretty sick. Fuck yeah. They're oh, in like yeah. the tribal paint, yeah. and I don't even know where the hell they filmed it. If they did That'd film it in Brazil, it has to be. Probably. I don't think they have a left Brazil. Probably. <laughs> Everything's yeah. in Brazil yeah. with them. But uh, maybe we should film this video in Brazil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just that, uh, just that opening drum beat, which is still yeah. impossible to play. That album's so good. Yeah. I, I actually. When I was drinking, you know, my first cup of coffee this morning, I was on YouTube. What a surprise! And. Uh, you know, 17 clicks later, I found a, an Igor Cavalera drum cam video. Uh, and fuck, man, so I did underrated. not I did not want to stop watching that. You know, I think I was like three songs in from Roots, and I was like, fuck, I gotta, go, gotta go to that work. Live album, that double That's right. And then I listened to that on the, work, on the way to work. Guy yep. Is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. That and was drumming the fills on the Sabbath cover. Yep. Of, uh, oh, Symptom of the Universe? Yeah. It, it might it. be the best fills. Like if you like over the top yeah. fi- drum fills, their cover of Symptom of the Universe yeah. is as good as you'll fucking. Yeah. Hear you know what it life. is? Metal drummers have so many drums, they got to hit them all. Nah. Why not? <laughs> so yeah. you got to get that gong in the back. Yeah. All that yeah. Shit. Roll that fucker in, man. Yeah. And it's funny because I remember uh, hearing uh, Helmet cover that song, and I love John Strainer. He's one of my favorite yeah, yeah. drummers too. But just sure. he did some fills. Yeah. But not like fucking Igor. Igor plays like a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Him and like Charlie Benante don't yes. get their due for. Uh, uh, but I, I mean, just among the living for that is. You know. <laughs> but I digress yeah. so much. Yeah, nice. Uh, cool. So you said number three was uh, territory Sepultura. Love it. That was like. <laughs> I learned how to play that on guitar. Like, mm. back when you would buy, like, guitar magazines. Tablatures yeah. and yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm that. like, oh, six, four, one. Like, <laughs> I would always buy yeah. those things. And I hated learning other people's songs, actually. But um, I don't know. I, I guess maybe because I, I, I feel like I, I was never good enough at playing guitar. 
So I just wrote my own songs because like that shit just looked way complicated. <laughs> I would just pick the parts I could play and just play them over and over again. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, that solo's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> just play this riff all day. So, but I and um, another thing that stuck with me because I don't know lyrics to songs, which is funny. Me neither. Because I've I've you know you play covers sometimes and um, but I really don't know the lyrics to a lot of fucking songs, and the ones that stuck with me are the ones that I read on the back of Hit Parader magazine when I was like 9, 10, and 11. Yeah. In the back of Hit Parader magazine, they would have um, you know, their magazine, and then at the end, they would have these lyrics to the songs. Right. So it was probably like 1989, so it was like 11. And I, it's the reason I know all the lyrics to Poison by Alice Cooper and like uh, all these other things, it stuck. Like I, I thought could, you were gonna say Sepultura. I'm like they, they were. <laughs> you weren't gonna hear anything anyway. <laughs> they were way too ugly to be in hit for. Yeah, yeah. That no. shit was for the pretty guys. No, I was just thinking the other day. I'm like, I don't know the lyrics to any songs. Like, I it's funny. Like, that's I, the beauty of death metal. Yeah, you don't have to. Don't have yeah. to. Nobody's Ooh. trying. Probably, to probably get better you. that you don't anyway. Uh, you yeah. know, the song titles. Fantastic, hilarious, and then just blah, blah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not always. But, <laughs> I digress. Uh, but I again. digress. Uh. All right, so uh, I'm gonna go with my number two, which is um, Sonic Youth's 100. Oh, percent Yes, because when this came out, you figure I was like 14, and like skateboarding and music was my life, and this encompassed everything i think spike jones directed it right i believe so yeah and at that point like just to see skating mixed in with sonic youth i it was just to this day when i watch that video everything about it just brings me back and it was everything that i loved at that time yeah. and it, it it just didn't get any better than that how video. cool was kim gordon and kim that gordon. rolling stones eat me shirt yep Every, so cool everything about it. Sonic Youth, one hundred percent. My you know number actually, two. Uh, the first, some of the first times I got together with Jeff and Scott with the trip face, the early shit, we used to play that song. Yeah, because I used to like taking the drumstick and doing that part. That uh, what's his name? Did. Yeah, Thurston Moore did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we that was one of the first songs we used to play together. And actually, I think I know all the words to that. It's just <laughs> so easy to play and. It's, yeah, it's because noise. it's it's mostly noise. Yeah, it's, it's mostly noise and just like the like the the lyrics and just yeah. but that video, man, it that just, video is such a time capsule. Also, that house party and shit yep. and everybody the way they dress and you know, yeah. I want to live in that video. Me too. I want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I was way thinner back then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your number? Uh, is it your number, number one? Two? No, two. Two. Oh. Is, I can't uh, count today. <laughs> Uh, the Cure Lullaby. Mm. Um, a lot of Cure videos I love, uh, but uh, That's this one's one, my favorite. It's Robert Smith. It's um, he's laying in bed. He's got the cobwebs all over him, and uh, it's got the spider in the corner, and the band's got the cobwebs on him, and they they're dressed like old, old uh, like almost like Tin Soldiers kind of marching band playing robotically. It completely captures the atmosphere of the Cure in, in a nutshell, visually, and it, it uh, it's a great song too. That's but it. You're a motherfucker. That's a good one. That, yeah. that is because that is their best video. I love that video, especially like because how it ends up. It's got a sense of humor to it too, which everybody thinks the Cure is just dead serious 
sad all Spider-Man's the time. Spider Man's having me for dinner tonight. Yeah, and it incorporates that in it, and it's just it's visually it's great. It's like a Tim Burton could have directed it, it almost back very in the day. Tim Burton. Hey, Tim Burton. Yeah. yeah. So that's my number two. And then Helena Helena Bonham Carter Carter could have played uh, Robert Smith. Oh, oh. She would have found her way in <laughs> that. <laughs> <film>. <laughs> all right, number two, Tom. My number two is Michael Jackson Thriller. Yeah. Video is incredible. Um, I remember I first saw it when I was a kid, and I was like blown away by it. Saw the behind the scenes where they were doing the prosthetics and all that stuff. I feel like I'm really into videos that have heavy prosthetics for some reason. I don't know. That's we really lo- we impressed love me. prosthetics. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool when you That's see the that. Real deal. And you know, watching it, it's like a short film. Mm-hmm. Short film. You know, you see him go in the movies, and then the whole dance breaks out i think i learned that dance in front of the tv when i was a little kid and i was Can like you do that for us now uh, <laughs> might be able to break out some moves for you unfortunately they won't be able to see me i'll hold uh, the camera for the record i did it but anyway <laughs> it looked really cool but uh that video is awesome just yeah. the little twist at the end where you see the eyes and everything i don't know that whole video um it was the a game set, changer yeah it really yeah. was like like i said if i could go back and work with somebody it'd be michael jackson yeah. and that video is one of the reasons that i would so and he got john fucking landis yep. oh yeah to do it like yeah. that's yep. that's the real deal right there that video was an event when they debuted it oh, 30 minutes yep. yeah it was yep. one of the first i remember and it was being sold like you go buy the vhs yeah. right yep just yeah. that video uh-huh. and the making of yep. it, it was probably one of the first things to to sell the video by itself probably yeah. that's right. the problem nah. back then like the music comp- the music business would sell everything <laughs> oh yeah you know yeah. and like somewhere along the way everyone who's dying now is like living off that money and now everyone that's like come in after them they're like oh shit there's no money left because there's like some fat like rich execs so i go and be like you guys are doing it all wrong we were we were so rich back then we were doing fucking coke and i was doing coke off my michael jackson vhs box cover (laughs) (laughs) eight balls yeah Yeah. you know they were monetizing everything like they were selling like remember music box that video channel you would have yeah yeah I don't know if you remember. I this, don't remember. But it was, that. It was they had it in Queens. So mm-hmm. like whenever I'd, I'd hang out in Queens, like videos you could request them for two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, shit, I don't think I remember. Really? That. Yeah. Yep. Wow. The, oh, was that like a pay per view? Almost. It was called the box. Wow. You know, and we like I I remember when I would go to Flushing, like my grandmother's and shit like that. My cousins, they would. Uh, it was just a part of whatever they had over there and you would see these videos and you can call up and request and they would charge you two dollars and fifty cents kids so. ask your parents permission that's yeah. fucking crazy <laughs> sunday 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was like that whole era where they're like call freddy up for his night oh, call this best. one up yeah. only three dollars a minute yeah. All yeah. the wrestling hotlines, all Even that like shit sex how many parents got like, fucked with like phone bills yeah, like outrageous phone bills back yeah. then <laughs> call Freddy wow. Krueger yeah because now Freddy? as a parent I'd be like what the fuck you spent what you did to call so who get that motherfucker on the phone <laughs> but I, I feel like it's it's almost like retribution now it's like people were paying three dollars to see a video now it's like now it's like alright fuck you I got YouTube yep. now yeah you see an ad pop up, you're just like, yep. clicking, like, skip ad, skip ad, skip uh, ad. Yes. Get like, this away from me. I know. Like, Does anyone can... not click 
skip ad ever? Well, Sometimes it's a they big, don't give you the Yeah, they don't give you it. If it's big enough, it's if like, you got to watch that, it. I won't, I won't sit through it. <laughs> it's rebellion. <laughs> I'll be like, fuck that. I'll watch someone else that yeah. lets me skip that <laughs> shit. <laughs> now on Facebook, they're putting ads in the middle of videos, too. Ooh, that makes Sounds me want to punch the screen. Oh, yeah, because I, I use RealPlayer. Sometimes if I can't get the song anywhere, like ex- the Exploited, uh, they had an album, Death Before Dishonor. Can't get it. It's not in print. It's like $150 on eBay. But all the videos, somebody posted them all track by track. So you get your real player download. You can download it into audio and make a CD of it. Rip it to your yeah, computer. Yeah. You got the MP3. So if they put a commercial in the middle of that, they fuck my shit oh, up. Oh, shit. yeah. Damn. Fuck up your mistake. You know? <laughs> Gotta get that mixtape. Yeah. So uh, what are we yes. up to? Number two? Number two. Oh, I'm up. Yeah. Number two, Metallica Unforgiven. Boom. Like that one. Black and white. You know, the whole story. Some creepy shit going on on the walls. There was like that scary clown friggin' that picture going dude. on. Yeah, that old Great dude. song, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great song. I still love that album, even though I'm going to get shit for it, but whatever. You know, <laughs> my buddy Rick from Extinction AD loves that album, so, you know, he'll, he'll back me up if anybody wants to find me, so. <laughs> he'll back me <laughs> You'll be like. He's my you, bodyguard. You'll be like Rodney Dangerfield. Yes. He'll be Burt Young. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Squeeze the, nap, the napkin holder. You know. Um, all right, so I'm going to read some some lists that people put in there uh, um, on our thread before I give my before we give our number ones. So, your wife? Oh, she Sarah, did. Sarah Parker. Wow. She had a very nice list because okay. it was the same video five times. <laughs> Tom Petty discography. Yeah, yeah she wrote nice. she wrote Tom Petty yeah. Last Dance five times. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Good video. Um, Kim Basinger. We have uh, last episode's guest, actually not last episode, it's two episodes ago, Dan Lamelli has Guns N' Roses Estranged. That's a good one. Yeah. I love that, um, that was I, the most expensive video at yeah. that point, right? No. no, But more than November, right? Uh, I, think I think so, so yeah. yeah. No, I think so. I love that he has Uncle, so. Yeah. Cracker? Or? No. <laughs> oh. Uncle with a K. Yeah, Uncle uh, with a K. Like it's, DJ uh, James Lavelle and DJ Shadow, yep. I believe, and a million guest singers. Yep. Radiohead, Beasties, he has everybody. Uncle, uh, the video Rabbit in Your Headlights. Um, then he has Peter Gabriel, Sledgehammer. Mm. Made, always made great videos, Peter Gabriel. Uh, number four, I love, this is a good one, Radiohead, Paranoid, Android. and uh, You love that? I love all Radiohead like I just hate new Radiohead. Oh, I got you. I thought you were across the board. I got no, you. No, not at all. I love like to me Radiohead was like. Where's your cutoff? My like, cutoff is Kid A. I fuck with some of Amnesiac. I fuck with some of Hail to the Thief. But like the last two or three records are fucking trash. Yeah, I don't like. Them. Like if my I band, like Kid a, though. if my band released King of Limbs, we would be laughed off Long Island. But it's like okay, Radiohead put out this record, and it's just like. Got it like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's they like, could fart into a microphone and they could sell it. You know? and, yo, and I'm not begrudging <laughs> them by all means. It's like you know, but like I don't know. It's just yeah, weird. It's uh, like they're not even the same band. So uh, like Rob Klein has uh, "Take on Me" by Aha. Mm. Number two, classic. One, one that should have made my list, but it didn't. Uh, Genesis Land of Confusion mm. uh, with the puppets. 
awesome yeah, video. Because they turned into DC Follies, which was another yes, old yeah, show. So. Yeah. Uh, Sledgehammer, obviously, which we discussed. Peter Gabriel, number four, really good choice. Uh, tonight, tonight, uh, Smash. Smash. Thinking about that's that. That's a great video. Love that video. So. Uses a trip to the moon. Uh, yep. yep. Tribute and did it like brilliant. Fly me to the moon like that bitch Alice Cram. Nice. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, number five, he has Beastie Boy Sabotage, which is a great one. Fuck, yeah. Number one, I funniest think. video ever. I think um, we'll keep going real quick. Uh, Tom Bennett has Prodigy smash my smack my bitch up. I, I that almost made my list too. Mm. Number two, Dinosaur Junior, feel the pain. Number three, Tom Waits, I don't want to grow up. Number four, my boy, waste uh, Iron Maiden, wasted years. I had that on my maybes. Number Great five, man. a video that I love because I love the record, Sugar. If uh, if I can't change your mind, nice. Uh, your boy Brant. Yes. Dub- Dubovic. Dubovic. Dubo. Dubo. Call him. <laughs> <laughs> he has uh, number five, Johnny Cash Hurt, which is a good one. Yes. Very sad video, right? Yeah. 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 But it's so, like, appropriate. Like, it's, you know, this guy, it's so sad. It I felt is like sad he died it, after the video. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like he put everything into yeah. it. Yeah. But it cap. Yeah. It, it's a sad video. Like it's he, like watching Requiem for a Dream. You know what you're going to get, but it's still. Profound. I feel like he. I feel like he did it at his wake, and then just jumped in the cast. <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> that's all. Did folks. You get all that. <laughs> <laughs> One more take, Johnny. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, number four, he has Beastie Boys. Hey, ladies. I love that. Video. Number three, he has uh, Foo Fighters. Everlong. Number two, yeah. Van Halen. Hot for Teacher. Yeah. All right. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And number one, Put a lot I of love men through puberty. Yeah. Alice in Chains. I stay away. Yes. Oh. Uh, Christian Wenis has Ice Ice Baby, which is oh come on now. <laughs> I don't know if he's serious. He's uh, Davy Bright, who I'm convinced doesn't live in this country. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> I mean, I, no, I'm saying I think he's from like overseas somewhere. Nice. Which I, valid, that validates. Uh, yes, I love that. I love that he he listens and I love that he gives us a list. So he has Crow Mags at number five. We got to know. Nice. Uh, number four, he has Faith No More. We care a lot. Nice. Number three, Life of Agony through and through. Uh, number two, Talk Talk. It's my life. And number one, Bronski beat. Tell me why. He got me on that. Up to know. number two, I was going to say he's definitely not from here because he's listening to good music. So. <laughs> the only definitely Europe. beat I know is uh, the small town. I don't know, man. Something. So shout out to to, to yeah. Davey Bright from Keep wherever listening. he's from. Yeah. Spread the word to uh, Mac Randy. <laughs> Mac Randy. <laughs> he's one of your yeah. boys, right? So he has Titus, uh, Titus Andronicus, which is awesome. They're like a New Jersey band, so I like that randomness. A uh, video called Dimed Out. Number four is a band that doesn't get enough love, but I love Phantom Planet, uh, Big Brat. Number three, Bjork, Wanderlust. Number two, Michael Jackson, Smooth Criminal. Uh, and number one, Single Ladies, Beyonce. Uh, the Home Girl, Amber Lynn, grew up with. Uh, she has... Uh, Defunct by Daft Punk. Nice. <laughs> she has Yankee Rose by DLR yeah. right there. <laughs> right there. Right there. Wow. Don't, don't come around here no more. Tom Petty, two Hey Ladies. Bottled and number one. Love it, man. Uh, I know what she wrote. Yeah, the... yeah, Bjork, It's So Quiet. And then also Apex Twin, yeah. Window Lucker. Great video. Uh, a couple more here. Uh, Nate Vanderwerker. Like I said, we're talking top five videos of all time. This is important shit. <laughs> I'm glad everyone took their time to to, to People share. People into this list. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number five, Bjork, Big Time Sensuality. Sensu- yeah, Sensuality, which is 
Yeah. Uh, number four, I love Paul Abdul Opposites Attract. <laughs> nice. Shout out to That's MC Scadcat. MC. Yeah. <laughs> number three, Take On Me. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, number two, Foo Fighters Learn to Fly. And number one, Mike Jack Thriller. Uh, Mike Grande, Beastie Boys, Sabotage, number four, Lucas. Luke, Lucas with the lid on. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. What the fuck? I ain't Dude. heard that in a minute. Wow. I, I, I got it. Lucas with the lid on. Lucas with but the lid off. Shout yeah. out to Cantaloupe, too, and uh, Stereo <laughs> MCs. <Us> nice. <laughs> uh, he has number three, men, uh, men Without Hats, Safety Dance. We could dance. <laughs> number two, uh, Michael Jackson Thriller. Number one, Genesis Land Thriller. of Confusion. It's showing up a few times. Yeah. Um, Josh Gordon, my buddy right there. Um, I'm gonna read his his list here. I'm gonna read his second list because that's the one he probably wants. Uh, five, anything from Rihanna. Number four, <laughs> Motley Crue, Doctor Feelgood. Number three, Mumford and Sons, Hopeless Wanderer. Number two, OK Go, This Too Shall Pass. Number one, I fell in love with a girl, White Stripes. That's a good one. All right, two more. Uh, Mike Holiday. Number five, Nothing But a G Thing. Dr. Dre, number four, Land of Confusion, Genesis, number three, Thriller, Michael Jackson, number two, Sabotage, Beastie Boys, number one, Metallica, one. Number five, uh, I I see the last one here from Mike Wojnar. I love that he picked... Cousin Mike. Yeah. I love that he picked um, something completely random that I love, which is Dirt Nasty's 1980 video. Besides the first 45 seconds, which I love. so uh, 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 Number four, Jamiroquai Canned Heat. Number three, Aaliyah, Are You That Somebody? Number two, Stan Bush, The Touch. And number one, David Hasselhoff, True Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> all right, motherfuckers. Uh, number one. Number, one, uh, number one video of all time for me. And it's really because it's the video that inspired me to do everything. Yes. Um, I would watch this video and it made me want to play music and I would watch it with my female cousin who had long hair and every time that breakdown came in and the double bass part came in, she would headbang, I would headbang, only her hair was like this like long wave of like hair and I was like, fuck, I was like 10 years old looking at her going like, I wish I had her hair for this part. <laughs> I need your hair for this part. <laughs> uh, Metallica won. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's the shit right there. Yeah. It was just like like this piece of meat. Mm. Just laying there. He couldn't see. He can't he can't do shit. Yeah. And then they're playing this song and it was like a video and you never saw them. You're like, "Oh, that's what Metallica looks like." Like, "Oh, okay. Wow, this is cool, man. This is awesome." So, number 1, 100% Metallica 1 is probably the most influential music video in my life because it just made me want to play music for the rest of my life yeah that i remember at them advertising forever that that video was going to be played for the first time on the headbangers ball and waiting for it because i was you know i wasn't kill them all jump right on it back that far but uh i got into them heavy like towards the end of ride the lightning master of puppets and uh that was their first video yeah that was their first foray into MTV, so it was a, an event, you know, to Red see carpet. the the, uh, the long term video too, because then yes. they made the edited one yep. and stuff yeah. later. But yeah, that's one of the they used to sell that on one videotape too, they the did. two versions. They did. Yep. Yep. Two of one. That's what it was called. Uh, I, <laughs> I didn't know so that. that. <laughs> actually, play on words. See how my, I'm, people were killing it money wise. Yeah. Yeah. When you got so five everything. VCRs, man, you know this shit. You know. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number one is uh, Aphex Twin, Come to Daddy. Um, that's, that's a killer video. 
I fucking it took me a while to put this writing scrambling down all these videos that went through my head. The only thing I wrote down right away was number one Apex Twin, come to daddy for me. It's uh Richard James is always ahead of his time. He's brilliant, uh musically, but visually and we mentioned window liquor before, but <clears throat> to superimpose his face on those little girls and that creature that comes out of the TV screaming at that old lady. And it's horrifically disturbing. Like, it's and the noise. break beats in it are like bad ass mm. and shit. I mean, he's, he's so underrated. Like all, all any, I mean, I don't like dubstep really, but like any of that shit that they think is new that come out, all of it is just stealing shit from a Richard James. All of it. He did it all before. And visually, his videos are always great, but this one is my favorite by far of all time. Yeah. Rock and roll. It's awesome. Number one, Tom, your favorite. Did my this... favorite? I'm wearing the shirt right now. Oh, really? Refuse. New noise. Nice. nice. It's my favorite video. Pretty much, uh, you know, just the energy and the camera work in that video is insane. They is had that him... why you wore the shirt? Uh, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Look at maybe. you, man. Look at you. Yep. Product so, placement. Yep, there you go. <laughs> you know there's no video, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's swinging upside down while singing. That band, they just go absolutely crazy. It made me want to play in a band. And they're like wearing masks, running down the hallway, doing some really weirdo stuff. And honestly, it's just the energy of the video. They're not doing anything that's outside of like what you've seen in other videos, but just the lighting, the way that the band is like going crazy, the slow motion, the steady cam work. All of it is just like so awesome. And it made me like, wow, I want to play in a band. I want to be a musician. And that kind of got me into wanting to do it. And when I first started making music videos, I kept throwing on that video, like, how do I make my videos look like that, you know? So just super inspiring for me. So that's my number one. That's a good one, man, right there. Definitely, like, um, right right before everything kicks in, that won't, 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 won't. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, you know it's coming, and you know it's coming. It's like, get Oh, yeah. Killer. And then, like, right before that ending part, just like that calm before uh but like you said the masks and like just the energy of the video is like yeah i loved it the lighting just the singer is just like a madman he's so awesome to watch yeah i loved it um all right so parker michael jackson thriller man there it is (laughs) i was trying to build it up a little (laughs) (laughs) vincent price's voice you know i forgot about narrating it uh did some research you had Rick Baker as a zombie, which I never fucking knew that. That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, Rick Baker. He only won an Academy Award for American Wolf in London. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mick Garris, who directed Sleepwalkers. He had yeah. his own Master of Horrors. He was actually a zombie. Wow. And, uh, you know, John Landis, like we said, you know, American Wolf in London. You know, so love it. There you go. I mean, I feel like thrill, Thriller out. was like the one that yeah. came up the most, I yeah. think. It would be, yeah. If we did it like that metal show style, who got mentioned the most would be yeah. number one. Thriller would take it. Yeah. It's, I mean. Thriller and Sabotage were up there a lot. Yes. If you're going to make uh, a 30-minute video, you know, like that's some real shit right there. You know, the fact that yeah. people still remember it like that, like 30 minutes, that's a long time. They were just yeah. throwing videos together for a while because MTV lacked content and shit, so to take like such a, a, a unique... Cinematic kind cinema- of approach exactly. to it. that's the yeah. word I'm looking for uh, was different, and it changed the game forever. You know? Well, the, these are the lists, that's it. Well, I guess we'll post it like somewhere 
before the episode. Can I airs. shout out three videos that I forgot <laughs> yeah, real quick? Because it's going to bother me if wh- I don't. What, what I was going to mention too is like how I picked my videos. I didn't look up anything. I just like wrote down the ones that I remembered. I guess you know, like, yes. and, and I feel like that's why the the list is pure. It's like I didn't want to like look at anyone else's shit. That's why I didn't even include. Yeah, I tried Genesis. not to look at the list. Yeah. That people were posting. I was not that I wasn't curious, but I was like, I, I'm, I'm trying to go for my own head. No. For your yeah. own head, because you're only picking five, and it's like, it's hard. The ones that you, <laughs> the ones that you remember, you remember for a reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's why I did up. Unforgiven rather than one, because I knew a right. lot of people were going to do one. Yes, so. I agree. So right, it's, let me just quickly mention uh, Nirvana smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, shit. That I remember 120 minutes. 20 minutes again watching that video came on and it was like everything changed overnight everything did change yeah. the next day was like different yeah it really felt like that much and it just summed up it i i don't you've we've all seen the video you know what i'm talking about yeah. you know it's like a visual interpretation of the grunge era of like in an entire it, yeah just, just like the a aggression everything the melancholy whatever you want yeah. to call it it was it's a perfect and video. do you know and who they were trying great. to rip off with that song the Pixies? Yep. Yes. Wow. Most of this. That's what I was. Yep. Uh, Dave Grohl was. Quiet. Because it's quiet. No, it's loud, quiet, loud. That's the formula. Yep. And uh, real quick, uh, Smashing Pumpkins 1979, because it's just a fun night with your friends when you're a kid. And it sums up that perfectly in like a romantic notion. And uh, uh, Tool, Stink Fist. Mm. Nice. Which nice. Just, Tool has had great Tool videos. Tool always had great videos. Yeah. I, would, I had to jam in something there. Yeah, yeah, no, Stink Fist too, but definitely like, like obviously sober, just that. prison sex yeah. too. Really yeah. disturbing. Yeah, those, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I guess it was like the same, one. same thing. Um, was it like clay animation, right? Yeah, I think so. It was like a stop how motion f- animation. How would you do something like that, Tom? It takes a while. Basically, frame you're sitting by frame, there frame right? by frame. Somebody's going in, switching the arms and legs. Kind of like how they did like celebrity deathmatch and all those crazy yeah. like claymation. It's claymation, you know. You, you're doing it step by step, frame by frame. It's wild, and see some behind the scenes stuff of that. And it's like three lonely guys in a room for like for months and months and months. Holy crap! But uh, it's like might, it might be more than three guys. Like if you look at like wrong. a movie like Nightmare Before Christmas, it probably took like it how long? It blows my like. freaking mind. Like I don't even yeah. know how it's possible that they <laughs> yeah. did that and i i didn't even believe that it was like claymation i thought they did like yeah. like a like computerized a version of claymation or something and i'm sure there's like some computer assistance here and there but right. like man like I, I don't know the patience for that type oh of thing God. i would be punching myself it. in the head <laughs> <laughs> i like watching it but i don't have yeah patience. who was the hottest vj on mtv besides, karen duffy besides dan cortez uh <laughs> there's a couple oh, man She's generational, you know. Well, there Nina is, Blackwood there is was smoking hot when she first came on the air. Oh, Daisy Fuentes, I I liked her. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm I'm with I'm with the Parker. Kennedy had her charms in that Kennedy alternative looks, nerd kind of way. Kennedy looks better now. Yes. on Fox News than she ever did. Yes, and she would do that segment in bed with Kennedy, which was funny. Yes, she would have like bands in bed with her, which is weird. Everyone always thought her and Rollins were fucking. I never heard if that was I true. I hope so. I don't think he you fucks anything. So. <laughs> to be honest with you. You know, I don't think he fucks anything. But Karen Duffy and Tate, he's yeah. fucked Duff, so. Karen Duffy's hot as so. Julie Brown, downtown Julie Brown. Yeah. No, she was right. hot. Yeah. She was whoa, 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 So. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, which one would you bet? Besides Dan I don't even remember. Right? I'm, I'm sitting here Adam trying Curry, to remember. Man. I'm... <laughs> 
Jesse even... Camp? That That's oh, the one I was thinking fuck, of. That fucking guy? The dude who's like, oh, yeah, man. That fucking I got a guy was annoying. Guy. I was yeah. in an elevator with that guy. Oh, yeah. At that food truck festival in Jersey, that guy was hanging out. Back I was in an elevator with that fucking guy. I said to my friend, I'm like, yo, you know who that ride is? Your life. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Well, because he was the winner of Who Wants to Be a VJ. Right. Because yeah, it was that... a joke. There was a guy that was like qualified to be on the air. I think he still works in the industry, like Entertainment Tonight. Oh, one of those shows. Dave something. Yeah, who yeah. had like a good speaking voice and delivery. Yeah. And then there was this fucking well, freak <laughs> that everybody <laughs> voted for. It was the first like massive troll move like in history <laughs> before some, the internet. Some people from those shows did go on to be uh, like Karen Bryant. She was like uh, the black chick with like the. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She's a UFC commentator now. Is she, she really? She yes. She wow. she does all things UFC and she looks exactly the same. She used to do uh, what is that TRL or hanging with MTV or like yeah. Shit. So she she does her thing on that. So um, and real quick, what were some of your favorite MTV shows? Oh, easy. Headbangers Ball, hundred twenty minutes, yes. Alternative Nation, Liquid Television. Which I still have all the episodes on DVD, which was I don't know if you guys saw it, but yeah, uh, man, friggin' dear mum. It was actually where Beavis and Butthead got their yep. birth when playing fraud do, baseball. Do you remember anything? Uh yeah, I remember making the video. That was my favorite oh, because yeah. It, yeah. you remember they would go behind the scenes sure. and they would show you how they're, and then they would do the world premiere right yep. after at the end of the episode. I remember uh, Joseph Kahn is like the biggest director of like all those videos from like the early two thousands, like the Britney Spears, like Cisco Thong song, like all those like all those songs that were on the radio back then. Oh yeah. yeah, but the video was hot. It was awesome, and like they showed all the steps behind the scenes, and Joseph Kahn was like the the man behind like most of that stuff going on, and like. I don't know, that kind of intrigued me, and like sure. I didn't even think of like doing music videos at the time. I was like, oh, this is just really cool, but I feel like if I watched it all again now, I would have like a different kind of appreciation for what was going on. Cool. But yeah, that was Parker, my first. Any... Fucking remote control, man. That's oh. my yeah. favorite. Remote control is my favorite. That's all you needed. At birth, Colin Quinn, yep. Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. Kari were maybe. But, oh, yeah. Um... And kind of overkilled himself. Yeah. Did he really? Oh, I shouldn't laugh at it. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> shit, I didn't man, know that. You're to have fun here, man. Uh, <laughs> heavy, man. Jesus. Uh, Guys yeah. crashing through the walls and uh, shit. Remote control was my yeah. favorite. It was what? Like, it made it me. It had no rules. It had no structure. But I, I loved it because I felt like I knew shit. I'm like, yeah. I, know, I know all these questions. <laughs> yeah, right. This was before, it was like a dumb man's Jeopardy. That's why I watched it. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was pop culture. Yeah, Jeopardy. it was pop yeah. culture stuff, and it was sure. like before Google, like before yeah. everyone yeah. had their phone. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, like who played this and what movie, and now you could look, you right. know, you could look it up. But before, it's like jerk offs like us that are like. Yeah. Oh well, that's troll too. Yeah, <laughs> we so. knew that. I used to like the, the last round when you were like on the bed. And yeah, that fucking shit was crazy. Shout out to Jackass too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's true too. That was yeah. one of my no. favorites. All right, cool. They so, used to have programming on that shit station. Well, listen, sixteen and pregnant or Teen Mom. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> It, it, it was a, a channel that had music, but like now YouTube, like you, they, you can't compete. So at the end of the day, you're making. Um, uh, you're gearing it towards like, teenage audience. Always, they're regardless. just. It's always going to evolve, and whenever like they need Definitely. something to market to teenagers, it's, it's they're going to keep doing to move with whatever, who's ever sixteen years old at the time. Yeah, not you. 
Yeah, your, no. your VH1 sure. can take care of your ass now. MTV too. Also, <laughs> yeah. like they they do some pretty like they air music videos a lot. So like yeah. if you you know check out MTV too, like especially in the morning, mm. they just play all music videos, which is pretty cool. Sure, nice. Well, we'll never do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with my phone, my YouTube. So there you go. all right, awesome. Yeah, cool, Tom, man. thanks for yeah, appreciate coming out with Had us. Had a great time, guys. I yeah, feel man. like so you yeah. were cool enough to be like, yeah, I'm gonna drive from Oceanside all the way here. <laughs> And you were like, fuck it. So, yeah. awesome. Thank but you so much. We explore a topic we haven't talked about with music videos. So, yep. yeah. yeah. Cool, Thank man. For the opportunity, man. Appreciate it. All yeah, right. thanks. I had a great time. All right, cool. We're out. Later. 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 Later.